0: Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on Saturday the 13th of February 2016. I'm your host Dan Train. Joining me today, Robert Kemp.
1: (laughs) And Zachary Burgess. We're ill. And also I'm far away from the microphone due to health reasons. (laughs) Due to (laughs) health reasons, we cannot be directly adjacent. (laughs) That's not strictly true, but we're doing it anyway.
0: Did he say we're ill? It
1: we're Wirrel?
0: Yeah, but it sounded like a like a word list. in
2: itself like we're
1: Wirrel. <laughs> we're Ill, we're Ill,
2: we're Ill. it sounded Down. like some kind of Tolkien type thing. Down on the isn't a Wirrel a thing? The Wirrel. The Wirrel <laughs> is that's a, that's some kind of river or some shit, in it, isn't it? Or so that's where uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's a, like, the Wirrel. The Wirrel. It's a place. It's a place. <laughs> Shout out to Wirral. <laughs> Wherever that may be. <laughs> the Wirral
0: is a peninsula in northwest England. There you go.
2: Oh, I should actually have known that. I got a job offer from the Wirral once.
1: <laughs> the Whirl. whole of the Wirral? Uh,
2: yeah. It's like, I, I, uh, well, he rang you up. <laughs> yeah, the whir- the, the landmass gave me a call. <laughs> and it was all like... Do
0: something geological. <laughs> they were like,
2: excuse me, we're a promontory
0: and we require
1: your expertise. <laughs>
2: We need to uh, develop an app by which, uh, you know, a landmass can actually use a phone. <laughs> it's like, you know,
1: even though it's apparently calling you right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's calling from the, from the future.
2: No, that's
1: that's why you've already developed it.
2: No, no it, was, it, was, it, was using a, it was using a landline. It was using an iPhone. It's like they got no means it, by it, which to use touch screens. Yeah,
1: it can push <laughs> buttons. It can't use like, <laughs> <I think laughs> a it can't
2: use probably could, couldn't it, right? A plant would probably work.
1: It was not part of a landmass, though. That's a plant. <laughs> Talking about earth. oh
2: what well, yeah i need a, i need a rock
1: to... i mean maybe like some kind of well maybe one of the iron ores that actually would try and c- conduct electricity and might be able to do it i don't know
0: mm. <laughs> i mean you think a land line would be perfect for a land man <laughs> i don't know why would they need mobile phone they're not going anywhere <laughs> but
1: they can't so, you know, well use it
0: yeah <laughs> conduct it through yeah <laughs>
1: Anyway, that's <laughs> a stupid stuff. There, <laughs> there might be more reliable internet access. Uh, yeah, you know. yeah, indeed. Through wireless, like you know, those rural areas of the Wirral, it probably has at least one like main line internet cable that goes
2: through it somewhere. Through it depends. Wirral. It depends if like a, the, a tree on the coastline like suddenly needs to.
1: You're talking about the parts again. you yeah, are talking plants. about the entire landmass.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> the parts are a part of the landmass. Oh, like yeah. the Wirral I, landmass like... is just being community aware. <laughs>
1: of its plant matter <laughs> yeah, that grows on top of it. <laughs> it's very conscientious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: okay. Enough We're all Dan.
1: Moving um, on from the random section immediately. Is,
0: is that true? Have you not got any uh, details? Oh, no, wait, I've, I've, on. I've got one. I've,
1: I've got, got one, guys.
2: Something. I've got a... Um, Cough it up. Um, not I've got, literally. got an in-joke <laughs> yeah. reference. But I think, like, we should <laughs> bring out. Like, here's, here's, the in-joke <laughs> okay.
1: here's the
2: quick joke section that no one's going to get. I've taken the recycling out this morning, Yeah, okay. as you do, and uh, walked out the front of the house, and it was a kind of drizzly, horrible day, and uh, as I'm putting the uh, recycling into the thing, and it's going, <laughs> vroom, 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 I randomly just say out loud, what a lovely day it is today. And of course, as I say that, there's a dude walking past, he doesn't acknowledge anything. <laughs> he doesn't even <laughs> blink. Yeah. Oh dear <laughs> the thing is, like This like, <laughs> isn't good at all <laughs> Because I said it in that voice so just like, What a lovely day t-t-day. Great
0: So this is a reference to a screensaver Made by your yeah, brother Rick Yeah, yeah um, While we were making quite complex computer games Rick just made <laughs> shitty screensavers <laughs> Basically, that's all he did with the, with that software. Yes, uh, and this one involved <laughs> what did the, what was, it was this an one? Inf- was an, an army of war
1: dudes and aliens and running into the screen and falling fight over. fight each other.
0: But it needed a prelude, like to yes, yeah, so it had an war. intro. To
1: the screen saver, yeah, honestly. yeah, where the sun sort of fell off. Well, you know, it turned into a bad day. <laughs>
2: turned into an evil sun. <laughs> oh yeah, that was it. It got beaten beaten away by the bad sun.
1: So that, that's Rob's random story. That's that. not even go. the best
0: one. The best one was the one with um, that had the song Castles in the Sky in the background, or whatever it is. Or <laughs> what, or tell me why. What is that song, anyway? Everyone knows that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Why do we build castles in the sky? What in, does that even mean? Vandal, is it? Yeah, something
1: like that.
0: But was that, like, just sampling something? Is that
2: more famous than that? Though? Everything
1: is sampling something in that uh, genre of music. That, Wait, you the, know what? I've
2: got no idea. the origin of castles, building I, castles I, in the sky. <laughs> I think that might have been the origin. Right. Like that it was that song. Some but... 90s dance song. Or yeah.
0: But it said, oh, t- it was le- tell me why why the build, music. Ca-
2: yeah, it just had a castle that appeared. <laughs> it appeared. whenever well, the word, word castle. Oh, tell
0: me why. And then a question, question mark mark appeared. <laughs> <laughs> and then do we build castles in the sky? And then appeared. A picture a, of a castle. A, a picture of a castle in the sky. So there you are.
1: Here's my random. It's okay. not even really a, it's more of just a random fact than a character. Okay. A fact. Fun facts from Zach. Well basically <laughs> our fridge was leaking water out of the bottom. Fun fact. Which was annoying. <laughs> okay, that but, is annoying. But and so we like we were considering whether like someone had left the door ajar and like it heated up or whether it just wasn't working correctly and it all heated up or whatever. But it turns out the drain that the back was just blocked, so the water wasn't going out. Right. And and then I had the mis- no, I had the realisation in the thought, it was like so where the fuck does that drain go? Because you don't <laughs> yeah. plumb a fridge into anything. No. <laughs> and then So then I had to go look that up, and it's like, it turns out what actually happens is all the gross food moisture that's in your fridge drains out into a tank that sits on top of the motor, and the heat of the motor just makes it evaporate. So basically your house is full of gross moisture that comes out of your food constantly. <laughs> Right, okay. <laughs> Lovely. That's actually really horrible when you think about it. It's yeah. just water, though, isn't yeah, it? Sort like, of, it's but be... it got it, the
0: chilliest stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, all the like Chemical smells, smells, I guess, of your fridge eventually you probably go out through that. Oh, weird. And, and I don't, because you never think that you might have to clean that tank as well, because just imagine how much fucking bacteria there must be in there that builds up over time. Yeah. All the like little bits of food particles that get sunk into this water and then. God knows what's growing back there. That's true. Is that for all fridges? Like, I presume General so. design that they do that. Because the moisture has to go somewhere, but I'd never thought about it before. It's just like, there's a drain, but where does it go? Because <laughs> yeah. there's like, the, you don't plumb it into an actual drain.
0: <laughs> so in this case, it was going to that tank, evaporating
1: and then condensing and not going through the actual drain. Well, no, it was the drain hole at the back of the fridge was blocked up. So the condensation was just getting into the bottom of the fridge and then coming out when you open the door.
0: Oh, right. So, okay. So you unblocked the The hole. Right. So the drain was in the fridge that you're unblocking. Yeah. It's not like a physical drain, like in your
1: house or something. It's just a hole at the back of the fridge. Right. That got blocked up. Once we realized that that's where it was, I was like, where the fuck does that hole go? Where does it go?
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's weird. Because all you plug it into is is power, Power, right? Because there's other things that, obviously, dishwasher, you have to plug it into the plumbing. And like
1: a freezer, you have to defrost. You actually have to do a thing where you get rid of all the excess moisture at some point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, fridges just drain it and evaporate it, and it's really gross if you think about it at all. So just forget that whole fact that I just (laughs) expunged there. Yeah.
0: (coughs) (laughs) It's a shame that fridges, just for convenience, have to be... Like upright, because every time you open the door, you lose so much. Must lose so much cold. Because if you looked at you opening a fridge with like an infrared camera, It'd be like, oh, it what, would just what, like would dump all of the cold <laughs> straight out. Whereas like a, a normal, like an old style <laughs> freezer would would be lift up and like 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 you have the ice.
2: Stay in, yeah. yeah, and then and
0: it doesn't it go anyway. Seats. Yeah, so it's so much more efficient. But for the sake of houses and like being like, hmm, what can I eat? Yeah. You have to have it be super inefficient.
1: Well, it's because it's it's efficient for keeping the cold in, but it's not efficient for getting anything out of it. No. Because we always had like an old style freezer that was just like yeah. a cube with a hole in the top. Yeah. And that, that's fucking impossible. Not. Once you put it in there, you just forget because it's very <laughs> so deep. Everything else. <laughs> yeah. It's so
0: deep. <laughs> it's true.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a shame. It they just, so then there. it, becomes, they just then it like, make...
1: actually flips and becomes less inefficient because when you want to get something out of the bottle you have to take everything else out and leave it in the heat for a while while right. so you're fiddling around.
2: And then you have to cool it back down. Well, surely yeah. they just need to like make like um, a standard chest of drawers with a slightly less deep bit of freezer on top so you, like, you can still access it conveniently but it's just not as deep because you don't ever go that far. Like, It makes you not have yeah, to freeze so much stuff. There's got to be something, yes. hasn't there? You, you just don't freeze as much stuff, well, unless you're
1: like the sort that buys an entire pig. I don't know. Or, then you need one of those freezers. Or just make every house have a walk-in <laughs> fridge that has an airlock. <laughs> <laughs> Minimize the amount. If you have to really a really small airlock, so you're minimizing the amount of extra air that goes an in. Airlock.
0: You. Oh my god, that's a bit over the top, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's bad enough having a walk-in wardrobe if
2: you need a freaking room in Walk between. Don't you like, just solve that problem by just having one of those like fabric curtains? So you're like, you're not the real scotch. it? I bet it, it
0: helps. It, quite reduce, a lot. it must reduce. Yeah, Otherwise, they wouldn't have them, would they?
1: Yeah. In in like an industrial scale, you don't care about the small amount of heat going out that bit. No cares. Yeah, maybe. Refrigeration technology. Yes,
0: <laughs> come on, guys, work it out. <laughs>
1: Uh, or well, do, or do
2: you just need to have fridges that have like one of those like shitty gauze doors like American houses, right? So you open one door and it's actually just like, a gla- t a glass, suite, panel but they just have glass. Oh no! In front
1: of their fridges, I was
2: me. about to so, yeah. Didn't that happen at CES? Like now there's actually just like LCD windowed like fridges now. So they're like or you, glass. you press you press. Pr- oh no! They're, like, they're, but no, they made it so they're like those LCD panels that you know that are like or whatever they are. Yeah. like You know, so they're opaque most of the time, but then you press a button and it's like oh I can see in my
1: fridge without opening the door. <laughs> yeah. Or you could just ha- have... That's cool. You could just have everyone have a ton of mini-fridges. Because then you're only losing a small amount of heat <laughs> per mini-fridge. So, provided you remember what you put in each one. Oh, well, yeah,
2: <laughs> you could do that. Yeah, you could. Open, yeah, you open the big fridge door, and then everything... Actually, the fridge, instead of being a we- really big, single space, surely it's just lots of little spaces, right? Yeah. And well, Maybe that works. Like, a lo- lot of lo- little
1: freezers. Like, freezers sort of do that with their drawers now, but obviously the drawers aren't, like, sealed no. or anything. It doesn't really work because you're then you'd have to put, like, cooling elements in each individual partition. Oh, sure. So then that doesn't actually make it more would be, more be cool, ultimately... It would well, no, probably, be really
2: ex- probably be really efficient, because each one doesn't have to do as much work, but, like... But super expensive to make. Yeah, but they, the fridge <laughs> itself would be expensive.
0: I mean, what... Unless you could turn like...
2: off sections that, you know, aren't filled with stuff. Yeah,
1: but it's not the power, it's the materials
2: that's the problem. You could have, like, a
0: generalised thing, ultimately, to store everything that you need to store. Like, let's say it's for the kitchen, like... And it just has one opening and then you put the thing in and then the robot arm takes it to whether <laughs> yeah, it's flash. refrigerated or not. And then you have a screen or whatever to look up what you what you have, currently have in stock, whether it's refrigerated or not. And it just brings the yeah, like brings a, the thing um, to your little a food, a food car park. You just have a hole in the wall and that's it. Yeah, it's a food car park. They don't have any cupboards or anything. You just put everything there yeah, and get great. everything out
2: there. It's an AFM. Yeah. Automated food machine. <laughs> exactly.
0: It just goes and grabs shit. And then, of course, it could microwave
1: shit for you before it brings it to you and stuff. <laughs> well. Then you have to... Maybe not that much. I don't know. You might still want direct control of the actual cooking process. Maybe. Just to be on the safe side. Yeah. But, you know, ultimately...
0: It's like a replicator before the technology of the actual building it out of nothing. Yes, yeah.
1: you basically have to every house would have to have essentially like a basement. Yeah, exactly. Need this of with area. this
0: super awesome robot that's like super fast and brings stuff. Yeah, up everyone, up. everyone has a mini
2: Amazon S- under their house. Exactly. So to, I'm not entirely sure that's efficient at that point because then you've got like a conveyor belt system and robot arms and. <laughs> Yeah, but... It's like the whole (laughs) point of this argument has just been lost.
1: Maybe. It would still be cool, though. Yes. (laughs) It depends how efficient the robot mechanism is.
0: It's probably easier, to be honest, to just open your fridge and take out the ham than it is to to ask that, can I please have the ham now? Well, there is
2: also that, yeah. Yeah. The the actual convenience of just being able to reach into the thing and grab the thing versus
1: yeah if, if
2: uh, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if series ever going to be good enough to be to, to deliver ham onto your face right just sort of to like walk up to the fridge and go and go hey fridgey can I... <laughs> Hamplers.
0: <laughs> ham and he just goes in your mouth <laughs> <laughs> yeah ham ham <laughs> or anything available ice cream just,
2: yeah it just dispenses it right
1: and there's no packaging it's just like you just say coke fleas and it just goes <laughs> 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 well, that, would be the, that would be the ultimate solution to actually have some kind of mechanism where you, you feed it raw materials it's like the replicator again only even even more in the mid-stage of the technology you just feed it random bits of food and it stores it individually ground up in like individual containers so it's like here's the container of ham paste yeah. <laughs> press the ham button and get a bit of ham <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay.
2: Comes out. Oh, wow. oh dear, it sounds rubbish.
0: Let's just leave it how it is, shall
1: we? Sorry, my my <laughs> home
2: pate device. Basically, <laughs> everything is pate,
1: With, like everything is smoothies.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh no, we're, we're going into Wally territory here. <laughs> yep. Everything is smoothies.
1: I mean, because then you wouldn't have to fucking
0: restock the fridge, because like
2: you, you have you... to feed it ham.
0: Yeah, but you, you still you have could... to like
1: clean it every now and then. <laughs> get rid of the wood, <laughs> Well, I don't know.
0: Maybe the robot arm has cleaning heads and shit on it. <laughs> yeah, how do how do, you, how do you clean the hand tubes?
1: <laughs> yes,
2: that is the problem. The just, just, but you could have tube, you could have an entrance on the side. of the... <laughs> or, is, or have we just replaced all plumbing? Right? Yeah. Like yeah. like, like actually, no, I, I got, like the idea of like I've got a just a, a single. Infinite sausage of salami. pipe <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: pipe into your
1: face. Yeah, that just, they're just <laughs> comes through the pipe. Perfect, perfectly sealed. <laughs> pipes into your mouth. Well, yeah. the sausage class, taps. It's always been the classic question of like plumbing. It's like, is there anything that's is, is as important as water that you could theoretically pipe to everyone's house? <laughs> rice. <of> <laughs> obviously. Pneumatic yeah. rice tubes. <laughs> Pizza. It was like bread. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you could It'd have be like the... the equivalent of
2: Soylent Green, right? Whenever someone invents that, just the 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 some
1: yeah, the generic food stuff.
2: Yeah, Slurpy brown liquid or something that actually gives you everything you need.
0: You could restock the basement with like a portal on the side of the house <laughs> well, so, that, so that their Sainsbury's could come and just shove up. So, it like the,
1: the delivery would always be like a drive-by. They'd yeah. just park up and like tilt over the back yeah. and and shit and fall into the and then you'd and They did have, have wormholes in 1985, so you know. Not that kind of portal. Just an opening. Just a, yeah. It's I a bird. <laughs> Not an actual portal. I just mean, port. oh, okay, mean a portal right. start. <laughs>
0: Now you're thinking with portals. I am. If you had a you portal, should be. You should <laughs> have to have
1: the delivery van. They could just shove it in the portal at their end. At their yeah. wherever. For the moon. Well, then you could the have a portal in your face.
2: Well, yeah, you could just you attach, attach a portal to the inside of a cow and be like, I want your milk. <laughs> you could just open a portal to <laughs> the other. That, exactly you exactly how milk <laughs> yeah.
3: Okay.
0: Oh, dear. Right. <laughs> I think we've gone fully random. Yep. That was... So let's bring it back. This is um, a podcast.
1: Do we have news? What news. It's news.
2: about... Jesus. News has happened.
1: I guess it's been three weeks. Yeah. It's about one th- week of it.
2: You know, news has started again. January's over. But I guess. News has N- begun. News
0: about a certain subject as well. It's not
2: just general news. It's a... Specific. It's potentially about video games. Potentially.
1: Well, let's find out.
2: Let's find out. All right, where do we start? Um, At the top. At the top.
1: (laughs) Jesus, that is a long list.
2: Yeah, it's not bad, is it? Can I up-button my stupid news? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, go for it. I
0: don't know if this is news, but apparently...
2: (laughs) Vague news. Or
0: or maybe you already knew this as a big Sonic fan, but apparently it's supposedly true that Michael Jackson wrote the Sonic 3 soundtrack.
2: Yep. That's been... That that rumour has been floating around for an incredibly long time. There's been a lot of extensive research. (laughs) Yeah. But... Uh, has, he actually been, has he actually come out and said? Yeah, yeah. We well, he it. has. I <laughs> know, oh, yeah. but... Yeah,
1: well, has has <laughs> but he, has, come has, has he
2: allegedly
0: it? come back Well, and there's, said been, there's been articles about it recently that are, like, a bit more confirmy than not totally. Someone <laughs>
1: actually spoke out at last.
0: Well, we yeah, happened. yeah, yeah we, exactly.
1: We just wait, like, 50 years and then it become public domain and then we'll be able to know. <laughs> well, the question
0: it's, 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 it isn't even whether he was involved because apparently he definitely was. It's well, he was in the
1: credits are, for, like,
2: the EU version of of it. Right.
0: It's whether they actually used his stuff, but if you listen to it, they obviously did. Yeah, so, yeah they
2: did. It's, yeah. it's like it is so his style. Like, yeah. uh, a lot of people compared, like, um, was it the end, or the famous one is the end sequence for Sonic 3. Although being, you know, different in rhythm yeah. and stuff like that follows the exact same chord progression of, um, oh, was it Stranger in New York or something? Something like that. Like, yeah. And yeah. they're not wrong. It is exactly the same, same chord song, progression right? yeah. and kind of the same um, notation in in many ways, and you know the whole game. Yeah, yeah. if you just listen to the entire soundtrack, mm. especially the ones where there's little those little vocal stabs that only appeared yeah. on the Mega Drive version. Yeah, and it also explains why they couldn't do that when they re released the game. Like when it came out on PC, for instance, mm. none of the Michael Jackson tracks are apparently in it.
0: Oh, okay.
2: You know, all the ones, He's all the ones, all the ones we well, I say it. apparently <laughs> we played it. Yeah, all the ones that were apparently Michael Jackson produced were mm. replaced. And it's like we always did wonder. It's like, well, why have they done that? It's like these versions aren't these aren't as good.
1: There's not as many as you would have think, <clears> though. No, there no, is. There isn't that like many. Yeah, uh, Basically. it's so Ice Cap and Carnival Night, Ice Tumble Cap, Night, Carnival definitely. Night, the
2: credit sequence, yeah. and actually all of the Last Zone was it? Oh, launch base, launch base. Yeah, so you know half the game. <laughs> so there you go, MJ. Yeah, I, it was all. I, it had to be. Have been right now. It's confirmed. I yeah, guess that's no, But I, I, I'm pretty sure everyone. Kind of knew that the king of pop. Yeah, it was good. It was a good soundtrack. Yeah, no wonder. I prefer the PC game. You're wrong. (laughs) You're insane.
0: You're right. Next (laughs) news. News. To a video
1: that eventually.
2: Uh, I'd want to play the Mega Drive version. (laughs) All right, so. Should we start with Jonathan Blow talking about The Witness? I mean, we'll come to The Witness later, but uh, he... (laughs) He didn't say
1: that until we did, but whatever. Yeah, well,
2: it's kind of news. Um, He's been tweeting about The Witness and piracy sure right like um, he was like pissed off for some reason
1: well he was just saying oh look well all game indie game devs especially are uh, randomly pissed off about piracy well
2: he's not doing anything to stop it he's just calling it out right like just saying how prolific it, and how quick it was well of course like it's, it was it was lightning fast it's like, like a you know,
0: game isn't it for them to give you as, as a oh,
2: race well, it's not like The possible. Witness
1: had much of a copy prediction you know No, <laughs> was just on no. Steam
2: whereas like Like within oh, and I think there is a DRM-free version from like Gog or something um, flying around, Um, and you know it took like an hour or something (laughs) for it to appear on sites and number one on those sites, yeah, and things like that. So he didn't take it very well, but he he doesn't. He he, he's posting the stats about it, but he doesn't seem to be particularly like all. Yeah, you know, not, he's not doing it in a sort of aggressively bad way. He's not saying, like, it's taking food away from my plate or whatever. and None of that stuff. He just, he's just reporting what it is.
0: I mean, his um, plate... I think that's fine. You know, it's interesting to know. Since yeah, out, so. well,
2: exactly. Like, this is where he went went on to say, it's like, the witness has made millions. Yeah. Like, it's done very, very well, very, very quickly. But um, as of the 3rd of February, and this probably isn't true anymore, it hadn't made profit yet.
0: I think it will, um, for sure.
2: But it I mean, it must, right? Because the tail off for Braid was enormous. Yeah.
0: Um Oh, it definitely will.
2: And the tail off for the, you know, as soon as you hit a steam sale, right? He's going to have yeah. another massive influx of people joining on, especially I mean, given it, the the it, buzz around it.
0: I wouldn't have thought um, it'll make as much in terms of proportionally as.
2: Braid. No, I don't think You know, but comp- that's okay. Yeah, it'll, it'll still. You know, at this point, he's basically saying, look, we're, gonna, we're going to make enough money off this to fund the next project, no problem. Cool, yeah. And the next project will probably be as big as this. Yeah. So,
1: good news! So wait another 70 Another 70 yeah, years. Yeah.
2: yeah, but that's fine. If, that's he gonna, cool. if he's going to make another top-notch product like this, take, take all the time you need, then. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking about funding video games... Um
1: well, are you moving <laughs> on from Jonathan Blasting already. Well yeah, well You didn't mention <laughs> the more interesting part of his piracy tweets where where he saw a streamer with three million viewers who was running oh, a pirated copy. Yes, they have a Because apparently at- there's a v- way you can see through a video like something visual in the game that only he knows is different. Yeah,
2: <laughs> there, there there is like a piracy uh you know, this game has been pirated Tweak or something that the game does,
0: right? and That he can tell, yeah, just by looking at gameplay,
2: yeah. So he called out
1: this streamer, this with three su- million viewers,
2: the, yeah, the super popular streamer, saying, "Yeah, you didn't buy the game, did you?"
1: <laughs> wow, that <clears throat> which is also actually illegal on Twitch. Yeah, so you know, <laughs> I, I hope that guy, you know, honestly, well, I, it's I,
0: illegal to stream a pirate game. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. Hope that, I
2: hope that guy gets what's coming to him, honestly. <laughs>
0: It's well, like, illegal in the again,
2: as in against the rules. It's against Twitch's it's, yeah. rules. Yeah.
1: yeah, I mean it's illegal as well. <laughs> you yeah, to be it's, it's definitely illegal, illegal
2: to pirate the game. Yeah, yeah. No, I, that's that's a really stupid thing to do. I hope he gets what's what's coming to You know, whatever we've done stuff, you know, we've outright owned. We may emulate some stuff for our videos, but we actually own the real bloody copies of the game. We do it proper.
1: Well like 90% <laughs> let's not let's not what say that mean? emulation is totally
2: okay well no emulation is, itself is a grey area but at least we own the original version of the game that <laughs> put up, you know we're as legit as can be with emulation Yes, yeah, indeed <coughs> uh let's move on yep Funding projects as I was trying to segue to conveniently <laughs> um there's been another kickstarter disaster <laughs> wow but but this one got really weird um Someone there was okay. There was a project to make Ant Simulator that was a successfully funded right <laughs> Kickstarter uh, campaign. Yeah. Okay, um, but has gone bust, um, and the developer has gone uh public, public with this, basically saying, "Look, I'm really sorry, guys, but it's all down to my business partners spending all of the Kickstarter money on strippers and booze."
0: Yeah. Dickheads. You only have to um, look at their picture and they look like dickheads. Yeah. So they,
2: naturally they then, you know, the accused to deny all this, but well, they don't deny it very well because they've basically said, yeah, all of that was normal business expense. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, no. You're, when it comes it's to normal. Kickstarter, you've got to be a little better than that.
1: Well, if it was normal business expense, you should have factored it into the actual Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's literally That's the whole thing. <laughs> you, you just, have, that to be, you just have to so be literate. Like, we've <laughs> positioned off £30,000 for, for <laughs> Booz over three years.
0: <laughs> that would be really funny if someone had that. I bet if Chris Roberts did that, he'd probably get away with
1: it. Probably. But he doesn't need to. He could actually afford to secretly spend money on Booz
0: Lucas. <laughs> and no one would notice because it would be only 1% of, it, yeah. of the ridiculous
2: funding for Star Citizen. <laughs> So I, I kind of hope that, that, is, that the dev isn't at all to blame to this and it isn't just a uh, reaction. Um, yeah. You know, you kind of hope that to be the case, right? And that business yeah. people be business bitches. But- <laughs> <laughs> business
1: people be business bitches? <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs>
2: Testify. Word. True um, you know, because I, I wouldn't want him to not get jobs as the result of him basically sort of being all like, wow, we'll you know, I screwed up a Kickstarter campaign. No one's going to hire me. And no, it's we'll like, mm. I'm sure if he's a talented programmer. I'll yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, not a good situation to be in. But anyway, what the hell are you doing? Funding Ant Simulator. Sorry. <laughs> well, how else are you going to get money for Ant
0: <laughs> Is this going to be anything like SimAnt? Well, I don't know.
2: It's got to be like Goat Simulator, but like on a different scale, right?
1: <laughs> Sim ant ants are, aren't funny. No, <laughs> Goats <no>. are funny. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's true. It not sound like a good idea.
1: Unless he's trying to cash in on like Ant-Man. <laughs> mm,
2: yeah. <laughs> or that you're controlling armies of ants to do stupid stuff to stuff. Yeah. You're like, it's an RTS game or something. And uh, comedy and RTS.
1: That one pretty much was a sim man. Yeah. Well, it pretty much was an RTS, really. Yeah. It was not so much of a sim. True.
2: Yeah. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> if I'm honest, don't care. Uh, right. What else we got? Um, more stuff potentially folding. Um, this one's a little bit more high profile. Uh, Motiga, who are currently the, working on Gigantic... Which we've seen Chacan numerous t- trailers t- for. Yep,
1: that weird t- moba t- for, uh, third-person cartoon thing.
2: moba thing. Yep, yeah. uh, another big. one of
1: those. Yeah,
2: apparently they're in a lot of trouble. What's the as in, they are issuing a tempor- what they've described as a temporary layoff to most of their staff. Yeah. Um, and they they need temporary layoff. They need more money. Basically, they've run out of money, and they're saying, uh, "Yeah, we're in trouble. We're going to have to stop." Production, we're going to have to shut down until someone comes in to save us. We can't pay anyone. <clears throat> um, I hope they sort that out because that game looked alright. You know, you put that next to Battleborn or Battlecry or these other shitty shooters that are coming up. That mm-hmm. one looked like it had potential to be so slightly different. Slightly. Maybe. Maybe. Potential. Yes, yeah, so that's happened. None of you get. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> More business news. EA tried to trademark the word ghost.
1: Yep, they really did. Why? Ubisoft were not happy. <laughs> that's the real question. I was trying to think about it the other Ghost Games. Oh, okay. It's their studio. Because I was like, uh, well, well, it's I not think... Black Ops, because that's not, that's it's, not it's EA. The, it's the Need
2: for Speed team, isn't it? Ghost Games. I think. Oh, okay. Or one of the Need for Speed teams, I don't know.
1: And did they get rolled into Criterion anyway?
2: Yeah, it might or be the other way around. A bit of both, yeah. No, Criterion are still Criterion. They still exist as Criterion. But they weirdly. made the E
1: for Sweet Games.
2: But well they don't. That's the thing. They haven't made they only made Underground. Uh no, not Underground, Hot Pursuit. Criterion only made Hot Pursuit and um, maybe the one after it? Rivals. Yeah. Uh, after that it's been Ghost Games. Um, so like like they did, that, well, they did the run. Oh no, most wanted as well was Criterion as well. Oh no, maybe Ghost made no, no, sorry, most wanted was Criterion, and then a Ghost took over for Rivals and basically just carried on with what they did for Most Wanted. And Ghost also made the run and the new one, I think. Who cares? It's Need for Speed, anyway. <laughs> EA yeah, tried to trademark Ghost as part of protecting that studio, which is a stupid ass thing to do because Ghost is everywhere. Ubisoft make Ghost Recon. You know, which was the biggest problem. Call of Duty Ghosts,
1: yeah. It, division. It doesn't make any sense in in any case when people are trying to trademark a single word because the whole point of that is like that doesn't work in the English language. Yeah. But if you want, if you if you're protecting a company. Really, it should just offer oh, like, a separate system, surely. There just needs to be two systems for, like, if you're using this to refer to a product, then you can have that one word. There
0: is a system. That is how it works. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's like, it shouldn't actually be a problem. It's, it's like, just like, everyone's yeah. super worried about, they, they might sue everyone who uses the word ghost error.
0: No, people just don't understand the thing. Like, registered trademark, <laughs> like, doesn't mean, like, my company's called Nice. That's like a, and that's a registered
2: trademark. But it's a because trademark it's, within your field, right? No, yeah, no, no it one is. else yeah. in your field can use the word "nice."
0: Yeah, and there's a logo type. And but everything. the problem, I, I guess, the problem it's in, in, in this case is,
2: is that I, I, I don't know if trademarks in video games cover company names or if they cover the names of games. Like right. in this case, Ghost Games haven't put out a product called Ghost, never, no, right? No. Or are they just trademarking the company name because they don't need to do that with the company name, right? Because their company name is the company name. You can't have conflicts in company names. Well, <laughs> so, you to you an could, extent, you yeah. could,
0: but that's why they have trademarks. like yeah. Valve or something. You exactly, can't call your company Valve and be a, make computer games.
2: Yeah, so it it's not like the argument that you know King trying to yeah trademark Saga, saga. because they had oh, they yeah, wanted yeah, yeah. to title of the game. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's retarded. Yeah, so you can't have the Banner Saga or anything. exactly so yeah. retarded.
2: It's like you should or be Scrolls. scrolls for yeah, instance, yeah, scrolls. the whole thing with Scrolls versus it's like you the shouldn't be able and,
1: to. You shouldn't be able to have for game names especially, you shouldn't be able to have one word you shouldn't be able to One common and, English. You shouldn't word, be able to yeah. try and trademark a part of a name of a thing. Yeah. I mean if you if you're if you, if it was like the saga <coughs> series and that was the overarching trademark, then you might be okay because it's referencing several other things at yeah. once. Not just the word saga. <laughs>
2: Yeah, maybe if they, they described it as the Saga series, I and mean, then they could say part of, somewhere in the small text, somewhere part of the Saga series, TM. Yeah, exactly. Like, in the same way that, like, Tales, I suppose, has that problem, right? Yeah. Like, Tales of would be the bit you'd have to trademark, right? <laughs> it's like, how do we say trade, t- like, it's the Tales of franchise. <laughs> mm. Tales of Symphonia. <laughs>
1: Basically it's done.
2: It's, it's a yeah. legal,
1: legal thing.
0: Yeah, it's
2: weird. Tis weird. The
0: thing about the law is, and the legal system is, it's all about interpretation, and it's not a, a lot of things aren't aren't like black and white, which is by design. So people actually think about the context. That's why what happens when you go to court. People actually think
1: about the context. Yeah, it
2: gets figured out after
1: the yeah. fact, and then the court goes like, "You guys are dumb and freak you out." Exactly. <laughs> Basically, exactly. well, more
2: often than not, actually, it's like all this news comes out about the legal system, but people trying to play it. But actually, more often than not. The legal system turns around and goes, "No, you're dumbasses." Exactly,
0: <laughs> which is why it's good. Not always doesn't always work. Doesn't
2: it. doesn't always go that way. Admittedly, okay. but in been, general, yeah. But in oh. but in general, it does. Like Apple pattern trolling aside, like because I think that went the one wrong way. But then yeah, fine. that's a whole other deal. Yeah, uh, I can't really group many of the rest of these together, so I'm just going to start running down. Okay. Well, you and, uh game trailers, closes. Yep. It's a big deal. It's time. It's just a big deal. I mean, well, it kind of isn't a big deal, because Game Trailers is kind of no longer a big deal in the grand scheme of internet they, journalism. They were,
1: like, the only place that did actual video reviews. Really they liked.
2: did proper video reviews, yes. And I love them for that. And I kind of always have kind of had an affinity with their opinion. I think they... I mean, I... Their like, reviews were done in the way where it was very objective, right? I know a lot of their staff has their thing.
3: Yeah. You know,
2: they always had, like, Ben Moore is the Persona guy. Bloodworth is the... Racing guy. Kyle Bosman plays whatever the bloody hell is Pokemon. <laughs> and, and and really weird outside stuff. You know, they all had their thing. But their reviews were always the most objective and very accurate things to to watch and read and all that stuff. They were they were on point. And like in regardless of how you felt about the end score, I think everything that they said were always would always always felt valid. Mm. It always felt yep, alright, that's that's legit, I can see that. You know, the qualified things accurately. Like, oh, if you like this, you're probably going to get on with this. This problem isn't going to mean so much to you if it's, like, you know, depending on your style of play, blah, blah, blah. They were really good at that. And Brandon Jones, you know, one of the founders, he's a great VO guy. <laughs> the voice yeah. of game trailers. Yeah. He's he's, he's quality. And, I, and I, never, I know that they've been downscaling significantly since Defy took over. Like, it has just been a gradual decline of, you know, layoffs and format changes and like about three different office moves in two years. Mm -hmm. Um so you know it was always always felt like it was coming. Weirdly, they even joked about it on the last podcast they did. And none of them were told until like a few hours before it was announced to the rest of the world, apparently. (laughs) But they even joked on the last podcast they did. It's like, oh if game traders goes under, it'll probably be because of this, this and this. And it's like, oh yeah, well they weren't far off. Oh, that's weird. Like, yeah. I think they all knew it. I think they all knew it was coming. Sad times. <laughs> but they we were one of the first. Right? Like two thousand three, I think they started. They jumped on the uh the old video review, video for video games. Video for video games. <laughs> um, super early. Mm. And yeah, sad day. Got that band rolling. Big fan. I hope I hope they all go on to good things.
1: I don't are going to end up at Rooster Teeth at this point because apparently Rooster <laughs> Teeth is just buying everyone. Yeah, we've got Screw Attack re- and Funhouse <laughs> robbed in.
2: I'm surprised Screw Attack. If, if I'm honest, I'm surprised Screw Attack didn't disappear, right? Because don't get me wrong, I like those guys too. Yeah, but
1: they they their like production had like dried up quite severely. Yeah, right?
2: all of their all of their regular shows just sort of stopped, right? And then yeah. they went on to do other things, and yeah, I don't, know, I don't think it's as strong as it used to be, but stuttering craig he's the man <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I like screw attack a lot but uh yeah uh, it, it's 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 a shame it, it also speaks out to you know what what defy value defy media in that they value smosh games and i bloody don't <laughs> I hate those guys mm-hmm. it's like I, I see no it's to me, that is the worst of, like, juvenile YouTube programming, right? Well, I don't
1: think it's the worst. You just haven't seen anything worse. Uh,
2: no, I guess not. <laughs> it's just, there's no substance to it. It's, I have the same reaction to smosh stuff as I do to, like, PewDiePie. Yeah, it's just, sure. it's just not for me. There's just no substance to it. It might be entertaining to some people, sure, but that is not what I go to that sort of media for. I don't know. I like having a bit of entertainment and a bit of actual substance. <laughs> You know, I, I guess you know Dan's comedy style requires some kind of backing to it, right? You're not totally random like Zach and I's YouTube poop obsession. <laughs> like I don't, I, I don't like know. YouTube poop. How oh, do you? All right, I was, I thought you shunned it. No, oh, no, not
1: at all. It depends how bad the how it bad is it is. Good is. YouTube poop, yeah. <laughs>
2: Um,
0: like any of the classic kind of um fresh Prince style ones or Pokemon style ones. <laughs> yeah, those are They're good. They're really good. Those I mean obviously good. there's a lot of really bad YouTube poop that don't doesn't really understand. Mm-hmm. There was actually a good ideas channel um video about YouTube poop recently. I find those oh, really? slightly insufferable, those sometimes mm-hmm. that guy's slightly annoying. But um you know the guy I'm talking about? The um Vaguely. He he used to do, be on Know Your Meme or whatever. Oh, yes. And right. now he does this um PBS Ideas Channel thing, um, which is quite good. Uh, but yeah, they did a whole episode on YouTube Poop and that was quite good. Yeah, he, he's a particular fan of YouTube Poop, I think. Obviously, yeah. the
1: classic problem with YouTube Poop is like, people just ripping off the other ones. Yeah. yeah like yeah, yeah. the the good ones, but then that each individual good one spawns like a hundred shitty copies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah where well they yeah. use the
2: same joke and Or
1: like try and subtly remix it and it doesn't work as well. Yeah. I had not realised that whole thing was still
2: going. I thought it was like dead like yeah, I thought yep, it died no, like like, like a, little... like a minute after it started started.
1: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> well, it it little seem like it for a while a while
2: are well, they done any more of those How Things Work ones, because they're pretty good?
1: Uh you've seen both of them, uh, They <laughs> seem right. Yeah. How things they... work. Is that a bit like Did you um... see the second one the second game show one? Did I show you that one? No. There was a sequel to the game show one.
3: Alright. We'll okay. investigate those later. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's our video content for later on. Not our video content. We haven't made a YouTube phone of ourselves. No.
2: Let's not do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> They actually seem like quite a lot of work.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's the actual trouble. <laughs> they actually seem like there's quite a lot of effort goes into them. It's like all those kind of YouTube videos, like highlights of stuff. It's just like, mm. wow, you've taken an entire 30 hours of YouTube footage and cut it down to 10 minutes. That must have taken fucking forever.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> hey guys, Peter who has been saying some stuff. He has. Peter
1: Molyneux has been saying some stuff. Miley-Doo's. And then got bought. Yeah. <laughs> he got bought? I think so. It's like, like that. Like, that Twitter account. That Twitter. I think something happened with that Twitter account. I Weird. Remember. I saw a news story about it.
0: <laughs> Should look into some whether I need to unfollow that shit.
2: <laughs> anyway, Molly knew. So they released a game. They put sort of Goddess Wars or something came out, which yeah. is like an extension to Goddess, Goddess to make it an RTS, and it's apparently still kind of crabby. Um, <laughs> like, what was
1: the five was Connors meant to be anyway? Sort of better, maybe.
2: But you know, the one this is a very minor bit of news. He basically sort of came out and tried t- to defend development crunch time. Oh. But sort of didn't really make it very convincing. He was sort of basically <laughs> saying, This is a necessary part of the business. What are you guys talking about? And it's like, uh but well, there's a good. He basically only said it like that, and it's like kind right. a, this kind of this is a good way to handle crunch and a bad way to handle crunch. You have not helped this argument at all, and of course, by saying anything at all, yeah. <laughs> the, the internet has gone. Oh, Peter Molyneux is
0: that what they picked <laughs> up? Because I read that there's a whole interview with him on Eurogamer that was actually really interesting. Um, he, so, well, he's he is an
2: interesting guy that's, well no like
0: personally on a personal level for him basically he was saying that like because we haven't really heard from him for a while the last thing was
2: goddess I suppose
0: the last thing
1: he said was when there was that big kerfuffle about the RPS interview with him. well that's
0: the one so this is what this is about basically is his reaction to that particular interview so there was the John Walker from RPS interviewed him and he opened oh, the yes. interview with the no, question
3: yeah.
0: uh, do you think you're a pathological liar was how they he started the interview mm. and um and so peter Money is like explaining how that that like blindsided him for some reason even, even though that he should have seen that coming and well, he had
1: that question coming at some, point. at some point but maybe
0: not immediately <laughs> yeah. and he, he basically he had a terrible time after that and he'd like shut down and like and now he's he, but he he thinks that and that changed his life, basically. That that one interview mm. with Rock Paper Shotgun, <laughs> we'll and, he, see about that. and he's sort of decided now that he he uh, he's he's listened to people around him and he realizes his problem or what he's like, and he knows he still has this problem, but he's going to like not talk to the media. Uh, and he, obviously, he is for this, but he's not going to talk about what he's working on until it's out. That's his new rule. Um, and um, <laughs> and he's gone back to actually programming as well, hmm. like well, so okay, he that's now yeah, so he he's taken his hands off the management and he's gone back to being like just a kind of game designer and a hands-on programmer, like a bit. That's what he's doing at the moment. Like he actually enough, wrote some of the shit. That in, sounds good. He was like, okay, I'm going to learn Unity. And now some of the stuff in Goddess Wars is actually his programming work, basically. Uh, and so that's his... And now that this is out, he he he's like, right, according to my rules, I'm allowed to be interviewed about it now hmm. but I can't talk except, about, except
1: <clears throat> all the interviews about it are going to be about about him yeah come out. well no, it's going to be like why is this a thing that's spin off regardless what the fuck happened regardless yeah exactly <laughs>
2: yeah. that in itself is a fairly interesting read presumably like he has sort of talked about that it's like
1: yeah. it's basically the same as um, Tekken versus Street Fighter uh, like like right. all the interviews about the first game were asking when the fuck's the second half of this coming out the flip of it yeah yeah <laughs>
2: Because, yeah, they did Street Fighter cross, but they didn't do Tekken cross. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: So I don't think he's going to come out with anything, anything well, good ever again, really. But but I think per, on a personal level, he seems to have understood what the fuck's going on with him being yeah. insane. And uh, and so, at least... So, you know,
1: type Black and White 3.
0: <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I still think Why Black not? and White is, I mean, as a game, it's flawed. But I still think it was amazing. Like it, you know, It's, it's full- weirdly one of those projects that
2: actually probably got the closest to the promise, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, oh, it did because that <clears throat> that the uh, machine learning in the actual creature was pretty damn it's cool. Pretty new, pretty and new. like they fucked that game up by taking the creature away from you for no reason in the third mission. Well, know? and also uh, like and not making the game yeah, not really designing enough. the
1: game for that. Yeah, and thing. not yeah, designing the, the, the game
0: around the creature enough. Yeah. yeah. And White 2 was sort of more of a game,
1: but it it did essentially the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Your creature's gone, fuck. (laughs) And no
0: one's done that. Like like, gameplay centered around that kind of learning AI is super cool idea. And there's nothing like that. Like 10 years later or however long it is probably longer, isn't it? How long? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 15 years later. Um, so I think there's a real opportunity there. That the, I mean, I guess that Milo shit was supposed to have some of that, <laughs> uh, but that seemed to be focused on the Kinect, which was totally wrong. In hindsight, right?
1: Well, because it like wasn't a game. Yeah, it was exactly. The, the same problem essentially. So you, I
0: mean, he's not going to do it, but someone, I, well, maybe he will, but someone's got to take that idea of like the black and white creature and make an actual game out of it. Because I think it was cool, and also the art and stuff around black and white was really nice, like the art direction. I mm. thought. Um, they made they made like good the use of what
2: PCs were capable of yeah. at the time. You know
0: the kind of landscape stuff and the music and stuff. It was it was cool. It just, it was just a thing rather than a. a game. It's one of those
2: things. If they if they if they if they had a, if he got a triple A budget to do one of those now, how far could they take it now? Right, like yeah. given the techs come a long way, how much a, more AI programming and how much more stuff could go into it to make it?
1: Insane? Well, I think the trouble is that like <clears throat> if you wanted to make it new black and white if you restricted your your end goal to be the equivalent of the original Black and White just better overall, mm. that would probably be good. But the trouble is that now there would be the temptation to add even more. Like, I could easily see them going for, like, VR. Because, like, just yes, was using the VR controller and yeah. fly around and it'd be like, well, and then that would just take too much of the dev time and then yeah. you end up with another half game. You're right. Yeah. There
2: is a risk that they, they focus on what Black and White originally was about. Um, but the stuff that wasn't necessarily the good stuff about so. Black and White, right? Because the, the gesture, gesture thing control was, okay. was it was a neat. It was neat, but it's yeah. not what made that game special, no. right? It was kind of. I used a, the R button a yeah, lot. Yeah, exactly. R key to re, it, repeat. Re, repeat the last thing. Or was it the R you gesture? You could draw an R. You could, draw but, the, or you could yeah. just hit R. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> it's just somewhat easier.
2: <laughs> yeah. I didn't know about the button press for a very long time. I, <laughs> yeah. remember, I remember that, like just just know. drawing R. Only well, R was an easy
1: gesture to do. Yeah, but yeah. That was, like a lot of them were much more difficult to pull off. Like drawing a square was surprisingly difficult to get yeah. it to actually register that it was a square. Spiral <laughs> oh, yeah. was
0: tricky as well. See that stuff would work with touch controls and shit, and wow. it would work with
1: the VR controllers, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah provided exactly. the
2: recognition is good enough, you know. I
0: mean, that would be cool. It probably make you sick though, moving around that world. Black and
2: white connect. Yep, exactly. Milo
0: Milo's going to have it Anyway It's not going to happen Because Peter Monty Is never going to be trusted By AAA ever again No probably not So um, Someone else has got to do it but...
2: he's, he's got to somehow Get 22 Cairns Into a profitable position To Yeah to, to, to
1: Perhaps Acquire investment I mean what are
0: Lionhead doing anyway Nothing good they shut, they... Lionhead do not exist do they?
1: <laughs> yeah I thought they shut down When he left after, Shortly
0: afterwards No Really I th- it said in the interview that, it, that that you you could see Lionhead's office from the window of his office mm. in 22 Cannes in Guildford.
1: Well, that doesn't necessarily mean they were still there. No, oh, <laughs> just mean you could see the <laughs> building.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's over Lionhead. I don't think, well, that, they I don't think they're about, but...
0: Well, they've got current vacancies, according to Lionhead.com. No.
1: <laughs> so, well, 100% vacancies. <laughs> so they do. Lionhead Studios. Are,
2: are they making another fable?
1: I think they are. I'm no, I guess it. that makes sense. Yeah. That'd be the property. There's probably,
2: probably an unannounced fable game, Kevin. Doo, doo, doo. Yeah, can't see anything. Man looks up thing on the internet. Yep. Fable Legends.
1: Okay, back to your news story list and let's move off. Yeah. yeah,
0: Unannounced non-fable
2: game.
1: Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Specific, specify not fable.
0: Yeah, that's good.
2: So anyway, yeah. If you're going to praise Crunch, be very careful.
0: Yeah, yeah. It didn't look as anyone. He
2: he, like to go to actually go back on point. You know, and I, I looked at the detail again just to make sure I could read this off correctly. He's just basically saying like Crunch does wonderful things to people. As in, in, you know, the amount of work they're churning out, the innovation and stuff like that. Like That's that's wonderful, exactly. Apparently, I can see the point he's making, but he's done his usual thing of exaggerating it too much, right? Yeah, it's just working to a deadline does have benefits, right? It it does make you work. Sometimes it makes you work better, makes you work more efficiently. You'll get stuff done yeah, yeah, yeah. You actually, it actually does, has some benefits. But he goes way too far with his description as he normally does and says, well, "Yeah, Crunch is an amazing thing." Basically, <laughs> yeah. Be care, be careful, and like, don't fall into your own traps again. Anyway, Bethesda—they're going to do E3 again, right. and everyone's wondering why. <laughs> well, like, what are they? What are they actually going to talk about this time?
1: Related to that, surely this is another news story. You saw, right? Is like another E3 announcement. <laughs> Don't just drink your coke and look at me. I'm
2: drinking my coke. I can't talk at the moment
1: because <laughs> like, Bethesda's doing E3, but isn't EA not doing E3?
2: Oh, I didn't hear that. That's right. Yeah. So EA are doing
0: their own Ooh. like separate event thing where oh, pu- the public those. will come right. to them, so they'll
2: get the public playing games, which is kind of cool. Mm. Well, does this mean EA will actually have something? <laughs>
1: Well, presumably after the last couple of times where they were like, "Criterion's yeah. doing a thing," maybe now they will have a thing. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, I've had a a real crappy couple of years for their conferences, though. Right? They, they've just been bad.
1: <laughs> well, you know, Star Wars coming up in thirty minutes. Uh, yeah, yeah, Star
2: Wars coming up in thirty minutes. Got down down to Star Wars. Yeah, they just haven't had a lot to talk about, have they? Like, they spend like half an hour talking to Pele, yeah. and then uh, like have a guy come out on stage briefly to the danger zone to talk about plants versus zombies, yeah. you know, it's kind it? of weird
0: how there aren't
2: anyway. Kind of, like... Okay. Admittedly, this might be EA's year, right? They've got, I'll get to it, but there's some Titanfall two stuff yeah. Yeah, on yeah. the cards. No, um, and this is Mir- long news. Mir- Mirror's edge is coming. Um, which would be cool. Presumably we might have some news on mass effect Andromeda. Mm, um, which sounds maybe. Lame, but okay. Maybe and i'm guessing we might see some might see something from criterion and maybe another battlefield <laughs> god about i'm thinking that's the lineup right i don't think there's going to be anything particularly special here no it all good- sounds all right though i mean that's i mean that's all big that that's potential. big for an ea lineup right all those it's games like, have it's it's actually like the go.
1: same for an EA LIDA, like, yeah. but I mean,
2: I don't know if we'll see we we'll probably won't see anything from Dragon's Age, we probably won't see anything from SimCity. <laughs> um we might see something from the Sims.
1: Um No, that's done for now, is it? The Sims 3, well they're in the, they're in four. Yeah. Oh, they're four, in the upgrade yeah. cycle for four. Yeah, but, that's true. They've probably got a couple more years of DLCs for 4 before they actually have to make a new one.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they'll do anything more of their Star Wars license. If there's anything else on the cards, it's a Kevin. bit weird how there's no.
0: I mean, obviously that's massively expensive game, Battlefront, but it's a bit strange if you think about the old prequels to Star Wars, how there's no like Force Awakens tie in game or anything like that, apart from the Lego Star Wars one.
2: Uh, well, yeah, there's there's Lego Force Awakens, and I forget Disney Infinity has a Force Awakens kit as right. well. So did you see the trailer all... for the
0: Lego one? They look quite funny. I mean, they always are, but it looked like quite good
2: uh yeah people have been saying it's okay it's a very sort of they've, oh, mu- they've mucked around it's out yeah and they've mucked around with the story all oh, right um a bit apparently it's weird but anyway. i think i think it's out i heard some stuff about it anyway no. i thought i had only
0: seen the trailer the other day but yeah i mean maybe it was a launch trailer yeah cool
2: toys Alive. life
3: so. yeah
2: <laughs> uh well yeah let's skip to titanfall 2 then yes. right while well, we're talking about that um it's getting single player this time. Yes, proper proper single player. Maybe
1: dumb. I don't know. Maybe
2: dumb. Yeah. Well, I guess it makes it a bit more of a.
1: Yeah, you haven't had a particularly good track record of trying to make single players for mm-hmm. their multiplayer. No, they
2: haven't. But let's not forget that this is the pretty much the original Call of Duty team, and they're all right at campaigns.
1: Except no one cares about their
2: campaigns. No. <laughs> well,
0: that's <laughs> why then... they need to like. They could pretty much reset this. St- there's almost no story in the first
2: one, really. But here's the thing: Call of Duty is a value package is pretty great, right? Yeah. Like, it's you, know, amazing, you get the yeah. campaign, you get the multiplayer, which is normally pretty full-featured. Yeah, you often get a third thing, like chucked the zombie in. thing or whatever. Yeah, that's you awful. get a lot for your money yeah. with Call Duty. Call of Duty is a good value package. Time Fall, the original, is borderline that sort of like oh, multiplayer games with no content thing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah,
1: it definitely is. It definitely calls. is. Yeah. It's okay,
2: great. so you know, if they're effectively increasing their value. That can only be a good thing.
1: Yeah, but they, they... Not that I
2: guess anyone misses the campaign from Battlefield. <laughs> <No>. But,
1: <laughs> but it, that's like the example of how EA hasn't succeeded at that. Just because the developers worked on Call of Duty at some point doesn't mean the management structure knows what the fuck to do. <laughs> I have
2: a little bit more faith in this than I would them making another Medal of Honor or them <laughs> making another Battlefield campaign. We shall say, these guys know, have. have a track record of some success, which is more than you can say from pretty much everything else EA puts out in terms of single player campaigns <sighs> in multiplayer games. There there is vague hope. Um but anyway that's probably that's that's probably an improvement over the radio play approach from yeah. last time.
1: But still no one cares. You just want more multiplayer maps. You just, want more, you just want more
2: multiplayer maps and you just want more unlocks. Yeah, more unlocks that matter like well, yeah, that. Obviously. Um so, you know, Titanfall 2. Um, and it's also targeting late this year. Which is ridiculous. Which is, I, It can't happen, right? <laughs> it can't happen. Why? Cause it's, because it's they've insane. just
1: announced it. And even if they've been working on it since the last Titanfall. They're not... if, if they are including a whole campaign as well. it well,
2: would be, what, two and a half years? Yeah. That's reasonable. That's a reasonable time schedule. Yeah. It's doable. It's doable. It's doable. Might be a little tight, but it's doable. Depends what they're moving to. Whether they here's the other question, right? If it's still in-house EA, have they moved it to Frostbite?
1: Of course they. Are. How amazing <laughs> that's, is that's it going the to only look? Engine they have.
2: Well, what, apart from, the apart from their own, yeah, yeah, their own engine that they were yeah. using last time, yeah, uh, yeah. That would be interesting. I want to hear more. Anyway. I want to hear
1: more. Or maybe that would.
2: Titanfall Titanfall is still an excellent concept that
1: That just needs
0: refining. That would be good strategically for EA to train them all up on Frostbite so they could then use those devs on. On Battlefield, yeah. Yeah. Or on Battlefront, or on.
2: It it, it works in EA's interest because, like, yeah, as much as we're knocking EA for having somewhat boring games lineups, holy crap, Frostbite. That engine engine is amazing. 100%
1: chance of the next Battlefield having war running. Really? No. <laughs> it's got to unless it, unless it. they do do like a suddenly flip it back to World War Two outfield. You'd that'd
0: be
2: cool. That man. would be great. Really I'd be have. all up for that. That would be awesome, man. But that's not gonna happen. No. Right? all <laughs> <War laughs> running. It's gonna happen. 1944, whatever. <laughs> I'd be all up for them doing that.
1: Oh no! Wait, hang on. I was 1944,
2: up. even in World War Two. No, it yeah.
0: finished in
1: five, didn't it? Yeah.
0: No, 44 was D-Day, so that's yeah. that's yeah. within yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Or here's the solution to the problem. You just combine the two and do alternate history World War II with jetpacks. <laughs> they already sort of did that with the secret weapons of World War II. Expansion. Well, that wasn't really alternate history. That was just like history plus a little bit of extra time. Right, like, yeah. Like, all those things if History time. It really <laughs> yeah. It's just they didn't have time to perfect them.
3: Yeah.
0: History plus time. Road to Rome expansion pack. Oh, yeah. Man, <laughs> that, the bots in that, that game be, were hilarious. That would be so good. That,
2: <laughs> that would be so good, though.
0: They, well, well, the thing is, they can't do... that. The, it's just the guns aren't. Yeah, we already discussed this several yeah. times, I think. Mm. The, and then a Garand is just so different to a, to an M16 or yeah. whatever, that it's just it's not the same game.
2: Still be cool, though. That'd be awesome. I want to play that. Uh, I want right. to play 942. That's the best mobile game <laughs> I can, uh, yeah, anyway. Nintendo have been talking about their, their replacement to Club Nintendo. <laughs> It's called My Nintendo, and it's a bit weird, and you know it's a Nintendo-like solution. Yep. Um, right, so it's sort of moving in the direction of having an online, automatic version of Club Nintendo. So none of that code stuff that you had to deal with but before. Nintendo
1: loves codes.
2: Nintendo loves their codes. That is that is true. So uh, here are the features and benefits to having a My Nintendo account, which apparently doesn't cost you anything. Um, that they've announced. Um, buy products on the web and your console will download them automatically, just like they did 10 years ago on 360.
1: <laughs> so how is that different from the eShop? That's just the eShop?
2: Yeah, but you have to buy it on your console. Now, now okay. you can, now you can so use you, a browser and You QR. just made a webpage. <laughs> yeah, they've made a portal. Like, you, cause You've always been able to do that on 360 for a very, very long time. Like, You know, you buy something through... You can not, You can be at work... Buy something or spot a, uh, um, you know, something on Games of Gold, and just go. Yeah, I'll make sure I claim that now. Yeah, I get. That. Um, uh, so there's that. Well done for catching up, Nintendo. Um, platinum points. So apparently, you earn platinum points for buying games and maybe scoring achievements or what they described as certain conditions.
3: <laughs> okay.
2: Sounds a lot like achievements. Um, uh, which can be exchanged for digital goods, which—and this is in their own phrase—which consumers will find valuable. What sort of digital goods? I mean, I not games, right?
1: They, no, they, they would specify it as digital goods if it was games.
2: Well, no, they, very specifically, it's not going to be games. It's like because the, the the gold points suggests something that rules out games for platinum. So they have a platinum point system. They have a gold point system, which I don't not. I'm sure I understand how you earn them, but these can be your gold points can be exchanged for coupons against video
1: games. Okay, so well, in that case, the fucking platinum thing must be really worthwhile if they've if they've graded whatever's in platinum higher than money off games. Right, you see, I must have,
2: yeah, which is weird, but I, I can't help but think truly it's going to be like I don't know plays for badge arcade or
1: <laughs> it's going to be like. Nintendo 3DS fiends. Yeah, that kind of that kind of shit.
2: It's, it's not going to be anything major, like. But it's digital goods now, so you can't get those sweet notebooks with peach on them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, my Nintendo. Uh, and they've also said they are looking to achieve 100 million active users, and boy, that's aiming high. Xbox Live only has 45 million. Right. Um, it
1: depends how they find it active.
2: <laughs> and Steam has 120 something million. I mean, the Wii but, yeah. is doing
0: badly, isn't it at I the moment?
2: Yeah, but that sounds like um,
1: a pitch to their investors, if ever there was one. <laughs> it's like Go hasn't really got going yet, so maybe they'll start making a whole shit ton of accounts off that. Well, actually,
2: let's put actually thinking about it. Let's put that in perspective. It's like 100 million active users might not be that difficult because Ninty basically had the handheld market cornered, apart from mobile, right? Mm-hmm. And with Nintendo moving into mobile, maybe it crosses over. Yeah. Into mobile. I mean it could work. It could so a hundred million might not actually be that difficult.
0: No, They could probably do it. As long as they keep making good games for those platforms. Yeah. Opening up those platforms.
2: Well, Meetomo's coming out soon, so I'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that starts. Uh there's gonna be another Lumines game. Lumines, Lumines. Sweet. It's Lumines twenty sixteen. And it's come to iOS and Android. Oh, I'm playing that. Yep. No one knows where it's... I don't know if it's free-to-play or pay-for app, but uh, they're making a new Lumines. I hope it's paid for, so I don't have crap in my game. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no crappy free-to-play models in my puzzle, please. Yes. Um, Leave me alone to Lumines. I want to Lumines. Amazon Games is doing some stuff at last. <laughs> Um,
0: oh, do you see the weird news that programming news that like Amazon are laun- have launched
2: some kind of like
0: Unity competitor? Yep. Well, not, it's, sort it's not of. exactly
2: a competitor. I think it sort of builds on it. Oh, is this it? Okay. Yeah, the Lumberyard. It's their new game engine thing. I think it's sort of is based it, on Unity. It's like a but, um, rebadged Unity with, sort of, with yeah. AWS
0: integration. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's got a lot. Of, it has got a lot of nice features in there that I was like, you know, it will link to. It's basically kind of you know Microsoft. You remember Microsoft's big pitch of like, "Hey, you can use the cloud if you develop for Xbox." I don't understand like what. Just what's all so like, great
0: about that? Or like, yeah, uh, that never came to fruition or anything. I good. think
2: it was sort of like a publisher deal where if you right. like signed with Microsoft to say like, oh, "We're going to be making a game for your platform," and Microsoft go like, "All right, fine, you can you can develop for our platform, and we'll and if you do it exclusively, we'll throw in a certain amount of cloud time." Right. Right. I think was the sort of gist of it.
0: I haven't seen any evidence of the cloud being that useful for anything other than driver standard, standard multiplayer servers. Yeah, driver Well, that oh, Yeah, yeah running. Really.
1: Crackdown three ever comes out, we'll see. Yeah, With their building physics computed in the cloud. That's well, weird, isn't it? Because the game you thought what? would have been the building destruction physics. Oh. they said it was server side, which sounds complete bullshit. As it always does, whenever anyone says, just like what? how Battlefield has all their thing.
2: Yeah, no, that doesn't. It, sound might, right. it might not work. Well, in terms of latency, is always
1: the problem. Yeah, that's yeah. the hundred percent reason why you, know, you that need is to calculate it like <laughs> on the
0: fly immediately for it to be physics, basically or dynamic in any way. Yes,
2: but there Maybe might be so could, much going on that yeah. you know client-side stuff just can't happen. Right, that's why they're trying this. I
0: mean, I guess what you could do is like pre compute a bunch, a whole bunch of set permutations and then just trigger the right one. But in order to make enough permutations for you not to see the same thing twice, use a whole bunch of
2: supercomputing. Yeah, but then you wouldn't (laughs) wouldn't
1: need to do that on the fly. No,
2: you could ship that to the the disk or to the downloads. Yeah, that's true. You just put all those permutations into the the data grid or whatever. Yeah, that's
0: true. Yeah, depends how much information that is. You might want to like every time you load the game, like. Well, then depends
2: thing. if like then the the particles that are part of that need to then interact with the player. Well, yeah, yeah, rather exactly. than just being a visual.
0: It sounds weird. Um, it sounds weird. Yeah, it does sound and weird. dubious. Sounds.
2: Well, this is the thing. Like Titanfall was weirdly the game that sounded like the most obvious useful cloud, right? But apparently that wasn't built on Azure. it was built on like EA stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> who knows? Uh, so lumberyard, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. strange name for a game engine, but it is free, like almost completely free. Yeah, um,
0: you sort of pay for your cloud time, but if you yeah. you can make a single player game with it and never pay for anything. Never pay for so, anything. It's fascinating. Kind of cool. Yeah, how much does Unity cost? You need a license. Yes.
2: I think if you go commercial, you need to start right, getting a license. Right. But to develop on it, it's free. We should really <coughs> give it a try. Yeah, every now and then I say that to myself. It's like I should probably. Muck around with Unity a little bit, yeah, because you can pretty much program it in anything, yeah. Against Unity, C sharp, right? yeah, you can C sharp it. Yeah. That's cool.
0: I think because you can they mono it. I suppose you if use... you are doing it properly, yeah. like
2: multi platform style,
0: because they have JavaScript as like a, a core language for it, but I can't imagine. Surely sounds weird, not it? <laughs> C sharp has got to be better, surely. Well. what about threading and shit? Sh- anyway, never mind.
2: Who knows? I, I, you know, game engines. What is threading anyway? <laughs> like, yeah. uh, like, it's tricky. Maybe um, Unity handles that, and you yeah, just write, you know, Maybe anyway, there's probably all kinds of the modules and plugins that you can attach to it to perhaps handle some of that. Or, Who knows? Yeah, I know. No, 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 not a lot. Uh, experimental maps are coming to Rocket League.
1: Oh, I was going to talking about that as well with the Rocket League patch news because it got patched. Oh, the patch came up. Yep, season two. Start your rank over again. No, I can't. <laughs> Well, the thing is, I kind of think that rank system sucks, and we had talked about it before. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem to. It... Well, it basically removes any sense of progress, because it's like you play your 10 ranking game, ranking matches, and it gives you a rank, and then at some point in the future, maybe your rank will go up and down, but you don't know when. <laughs> <laughs> I played probably 15 more games after I'd finished ranking, and it still hasn't changed, although I've think i probably was losing more than i was winning on average so i was expecting to go down but even then still nothing
2: well they actually like well their progress to changing a rank is slow even when you could see it right? that's true if you're like doing a sort of like even if you're winning like two-thirds of your games it's like it's still gonna take quite a while for it to actually flick the, certainly
1: but it's just like you can't even have any sense of where you are now yeah I
2: don't know. I don't necessarily have a problem with that. I mean, Halo Five has that route as well, where it just shows like a little arrow saying your ranking went up. Well, yeah, that's what I actually yeah, thought it's... would
1: be the solution to Rocket League. It's just like you just need something to say like what's the recent trend, even <coughs> if it's a completely hidden number. I but, just yeah. want to say like over the last five games. You've oh no! Yeah. no. Halo lately. only does it for the last game. <laughs> right, yeah, the sure.
2: last it only shows you like a green arrow if you did if your rank went up in that last game, which basically means that you won the game, so it doesn't really actually <laughs> help you any. <laughs>
1: But yeah, doesn't tell you how I mean,
2: much you went up. Presumably,
1: like, so. if you're thinking about Rocket League, and like the your personal score is important as well. Presumably, not just whether you won, the, whether your team won. Well,
2: I'm not sure it ever was in Rocket League, right? I don't but know. I it think always it felt might like be. it always felt like you and Kipper's got more points <laughs> up and down than I did. <laughs> that was just whatever. We, that was the only thing we could discern. It's like, how did you get
1: twelve points? I got like nine, and I'd be like, the score didn't seem to make any difference. Yeah, well, we don't. We don't really know. But yeah, the, the actual patch. I Unless it was
2: just something that stopped me power levelling. Well, or yeah, that could be it. Because you guys because are reviving. Don't, we don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: The th- other thing that I found dumb about those new ranks. Well, the main the other problem with them is they've made up new rankings that, like, bronze, silver, gold, and platinum is a really obvious and well-known ranking system yep. that makes it incredibly clear how the progress goes. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like, I'm in Challenger Free. whatever the fuck that means. It, <laughs> okay. It does tell you when you rank, it says, like, Challenger Free is supposedly ranked 7 out of 12. So I guess I'm exactly ah, okay. mid-table. Right, right. yeah. <laughs> and it, and so presumably Challenger Free must be equivalent to Silver 1, I guess. Yeah. It's just, it's, if we assume that they map that directly. Hmm. But yeah, so it's like... um. So, I ranked it the Challenge of Freedom. It's like, well, that doesn't tell me any, anything about anything. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what any of the other ranks are, regardless. The
2: thing is, like, even if they do like the medal system, sometimes you don't know. It's like, oh, does this go up to gold or does this go up to <laughs> Yeah, Does
1: this have secret extra levels? Well, like, it's bang, like, yeah. Oh, well,
2: yeah, Halo, which has both diamond and onyx. Yeah. And then, then there's like an eagle.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry, I don't even know what that's called. <laughs> <there's>, there, yeah. <laughs> there is actually an eagle. <laughs> but the other thing that's dumb about the new ranks is I'm not. Well, I've only ever seen challenger ranks of 1, 2, and 3. And I'm also not sure whether it progresses in the opposite direction to the previous one. Because it used to be you'd go like 3 was the bottom, 2 was the mid, and 1 was the highest of each of the colours. Mm. But now I think it might be backwards because, mainly just because of the icon, which is like a square with a number of lines through representing each of the ranks. And it's one of those little, like weird iconography things, but surely three lines is a higher rank than one line, right? Yeah. In an icon form, even though numerically they might have had it the other way around previously.
2: Sure, but yeah, I mean, Halo's moved to like yeah, Halo ranks as like the whatever the number is after the thing like higher is better.
1: Yeah, but then the other weird thing about it is it's, they made a foolish, foolish UI error in their color choice <laughs> because the Challenger rank that I'm at is like gold colored. But when it's on the orange team's background, it looks gold. When it's on the blue team's background, it looks bronze. Oh, and it took me quite a while to work out that that wasn't actually a different rank that everyone had. It was like, it's the same rank, it's just on the other team. It looks completely different. Strange.
2: <laughs> Trick of the eyes or an actual different icon? Or...
1: No, I think it's just like a you know, an optical illusion mm. with the colour difference, which is kind of dumb. Oh, and also, I did, I did very briefly test all those new maps and they're fucked. We're going to be completely screwed if those ever make it into actual players.
2: <laughs> what do you mean for ranked or... Oh, well,
1: for rank all... Oh, but, they'll, yeah. stay, they'll stay unranked, right? But Wasteland I mean... got put into ranked.
2: Really? Yeah. Oh, crap. That's not so good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really like Wasteland. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's just you it's... have
1: to learn a completely different... Like, how the walls interact with the ball, especially. I wish,
2: I think ranked should be fairly pure. Yeah like is, is, and and the rest of it should be like comedy yeah I, <laughs> I
1: don't think any of these new maps should go into Ranked ever. No, at
2: least they, uh, or at least put them in as
1: a as a new playlist right? yeah like have, a ramp have, playlist. Have, yeah have anything goes ranked. but yeah, those new maps are weird you've got the you've got the simplest one is like a two tiered pitch where like up the sides there's like a ten foot area which is raised up from the rest of the pitch oh, that was kind of cool. And it ha- and at the end of that area, uh, it has a smooth ramp onto the wall above the goal with boost on the wall. Oh, interesting! So You can like drive over the goal, picking up boost, huh? Which is weird. That's the simplest of those maps, and that's like difficult because every time you come up that ramp from the lower <laughs> to the higher level, you just like go into the air and <laughs> lose control. Yeah, yeah, it's quite difficult to manage. Then you've got you've got double goal, which. <laughs> naturally, it's not hilarious. What? It's basically it's basically a square arena. More or less the same sort of shape as the normal ones. Mm. Except for where the goal yeah. would normally be, there's like a right-angled triangle sticking out and both sides of the triangle is a goal and then there's like a pillar at the front.
2: Oh, weird. <laughs> you can drive through it, right? You can
1: drive through it, yeah.
2: So it only affects the
1: ball? Yeah. It's just like the, the goal interface is there. <laughs> weird. And then there's the really fucked map which is just going to be absolutely stupid to try and like defend on which is what, the, as if the last one wasn't bad enough as if that wasn't bad enough the, it's like a, it's called Utopia Colosseum it's old oh, Utopia it's basically an old one of the old maps that we okay, made right. not for, well, not old maps from this game old maps from, from super Ridge. acrobatic yeah. rocket power batter cars that one but basically I said batter
2: cars <laughs> not battle cars imagine the donuts <laughs> batter cars <laughs> we're, gonna make, we're gonna make some chips
1: <laughs> yeah. imagine the donuts
2: yeah, I can do that.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you can. Imagine <laughs> the donut. Then imagine like a sixth of that donut cut out, okay. and where that cutout is is where the goals are. But you can drive through the goal from each end, so you can 100. come out the back of the other team's goal,
2: going to offense straight to defense. Yeah, from behind. That's really interesting. And
1: then there's like a full boost in that, the middle.
2: That must be a goal bothering nightmare.
1: Yeah, I, I was. That's like the first thing I thought of when I was like. Now you can't even see them coming, because they can come from their goal, through the goal, and hit you from behind. <laughs> they're not just experimental, they're freaking weird. Yep, they certainly are.
3: Huh.
1: Yeah, I don't know, that donut is probably going to be... It's also really small. I think they could have done with a slightly larger donut. So, yeah. They're, they're... I
2: think this is interesting, but boy, are they at risk of kind of spoiling what made Rocket League great.
1: Well, yeah, they need to... They really need to keep separate playlists for these ones. Yeah. Like, Wasteland is okay. That's only a subtle modification.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, give the. I mean, and you're already... And the, the problem with some additions like this is the whole split the player base thing, but at least everyone has all the content. I yeah. Guess, so it's not so bad, but... So we'll see. Yeah, that's really weird. That's weirder than I thought it was going to be.
1: Yep. Also, the bots are retarded on those maps. That's obviously maybe that's something well, they haven't done yet. Yeah. But like, I've I've seen a lot of times where the bots just get stuck driving against the wall. Right. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's obviously not programmed to deal with this.
2: Well, yeah, programming any
1: kind of bot for that game must be really hard, right? <laughs> yes, and it's probably hard once you introduce more than one goal. Yeah, it was probably quite easy with just two goals. We like stop the ball from going here, put the ball over there. <laughs> yeah,
2: Ugh. weird.
1: So yeah, that's Rocket League.
2: Mm. I'm a little bit annoyed. Wasteland made it into ranked, actually, because mm. it's fine.
1: Yeah. Everyone hates it equally.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that means I'll take it out. That's five one four. Okay. Shutting down. Well, finally, <laughs> I'm surprised it was still running. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> surprised it even existed.
2: Yeah. That that really ridiculous ill-conceived, but super ambitious Dust Eve thing. Yep. So that shutting done. down
0: before Eve Valkyrie like, really starts. Comes
2: out, yeah. Right, okay.
0: Hmm. Eve Valkyrie seems like it had probably has more of a chance of working.
2: I don't know what's, well, what... Eve, is it on va- on the yeah, arts, yeah, Valkyrie's <laughs> not tying into the Eve online, though. Well,
1: like, it may do at some point not? in the same way as Dust like may have tied into... And like, does it technically tie to even only very small, tiny, like one or two systems?
2: Well, I don't where Valkyrie is. Mostly designed as a single-player, like campaign experience. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, Valkyrie could tie in. People had theorised that you could theoretically have, like, how you norm- how normally your your ships can launch drones, and then mm. like the mother ships can launch fighters. You could theoretically have like a third stage of that and have player-controlled fighters.
2: Yeah, that'd be <laughs> cool. Obviously, that might be able to kick more out, but yeah,
1: but yeah, that's probably not going to happen ever,
2: naturally. You'd need quite a dedicated Eve player to just basically be crew of another ship, not right? Necessarily,
1: because in theory, you might you be able to multitask that? You could yeah. have your actual ship doing something in the big fight in Time Warp, being all shitty, and then you could have play actual Valkyrie as a fighter pilot in that fight.
2: <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, you know what? If anyone. If, if, actually, I I take that back, actually. If anyone, if any group of players was going to be happy with doing something like that. It would be Eve, right? Yeah, because you're not doing um,
1: anything most of the time. Yeah, yeah, so you might as well have this completely separate game that you can play.
2: Or you know, I I, I kind of like the idea of Eve actually just having the concept of multiple crew members on some ships, like oh, sure. you know, get players to do scanning or something. I mean, while, they, they, else, while someone else is actually flying. I mean, or... you do
1: have the ability to take control of the starbase turrets if you really want to. But yeah, that's even less movement than a ship. You're completely safe. Yeah, not shooting at things.
2: It's one of those things. There's always. Actually, you know what? The, the only game that's ever going to probably attempt it is Star Citizen.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. In related Eve news, I had an email. Wow! Because I'm still subscribed to the. An Eve mail? Yeah, an Eve mail. No, it wasn't in Eve. It's only email <laughs> when it's inside Eve. Okay. <laughs> an email about it. Uh, my account's not on at the moment, so it was like a come back to Eve. Thing. Right, yeah. But apparently the most recent thing they've added is the ability to extract skill points from your characters and sell them.
2: Yes, I heard about this. Yeah, you can sell your brain effectively.
1: (laughs) Which is kind of fun. And, well, uh, initially I was like, well, this is weird. But then I looked at it again and it's like, oh, of course, because it's based on the real money uh, currency, right. So you buy the skill extractor capsules with the real money currency, and then you can extract the skill points from your character, and then you can sell the skill points for ISK on the Eve market in the traditional um, fashion.
2: So it's a, oh, that's a. Well, it's an interesting way to get money into the system for CCP.
1: Yeah, but it's just like, well, that's that's just another example of this whole thing being completely weird and fucked up. That's bizarre. Yeah, but. Totally makes sense, I
2: suppose, in their universe, in a way.
1: But it's, like, it's going to run into exactly the same problem as the game time, which is that it will just eventually... <laughs> people will try to transport, like, skill <laughs> well, points. Well, that, yes. People trying to transport physical skill points around is going to be hilarious. <laughs> but also, it's going to run into the same problem as the game time of, that like, eventually it's just going to become too expensive. Yeah. Because as soon as people, as soon as not enough people are buying the real money transaction... Then demand demand outstrips supply, and the inflation just makes it go up, and then it's not actually worth buying. You know? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I wonder what why they've introduced it. Like, or if if there's a like a corporation need, or if there is a benefit to like for them to do that stuff. Well, other I mean, than, other than maybe to speed certain players to certain skills, I don't know yeah. if they
1: were like hoping for a whale effect, but in theory. There's probably quite you Still
2: a- have to grind the skill points, right?
1: Well, like- in theory there's probably quite a lot of characters at this point in Eve that are old enough where they've trained every skill they care about. Right. So at this point they're just putting skill points into anything. Mm. And it's like so why not take those wasted skill points that you're never going to use, extract them and sell them for money. <laughs>
2: But then you still have to pay real money in order to extract them.
1: Yeah, but you're getting in-game money for real money, and presumably, if the ratio is good enough, that would be better than buying game time for real money or whatever. Yeah,
2: there's the trick. I suppose that ratio has to. And make it probably sense. will be
1: for a while, but then, yeah. like the game time, it will just reach that transition point.
2: It's one of those things that, well, in terms of the economics of Eve, they could try it, and if it doesn't work, like they can just turn it off, well, <laughs> like yeah. and then bring it back later or something. They could just like sort of
1: ebb and flow it. It's like it's weird. Yeah. But then you'll get people hoarding. <laughs> yeah. It's like they might turn this back on later, I'm gonna hoard all my skills. And it also That'd might be hell I'd do it, probably <laughs> it also might make some weird like secondary effect to like the buying and selling characters. If you can now, instead of selling a character, you can just extract all the skill points and sell them instead. <laughs> oh,
2: interesting. <Yeah. laughs> I'd forgotten that. that system even existed. Yeah.
1: Eve's weird. Yep, it is hey do you want
2: some poopy pc port updates
1: <laughs> what sort of poopy PC? are we talking about Warner brothers are we talking about uh, there is
2: some warner brothers stuff yeah because <laughs> of course there is um warner brothers are dropping all support for the pc version of mortal kombat
1: x <laughs> sure um I mean, that was, what sort of support really did it even now well
2: it launched badly well, yeah, but they did sort it out yeah um
1: are they just taking down the service, is what they're saying? No. Okay. They're
2: just not going to make any further updates to it, where the console versions are getting further updates.
1: Why? It, yeah,
2: exactly. This game same. is Why? extremely
1: old at this point. NKX. X, it's not that well, old. for a fighting game. Less than a year old. But <laughs> they released no, 9 and 10 about that far enough. No. 9 was ages ago. It wasn't that long. All, was between like, 9 and
2: 10. It was like three years. Um, it was a long old time. Um... But yeah, they're dro- like it's like nine months since MKX came out, and they're dropping it. Whereas the console versions, are going to get another DLC pack of characters, so like four four new characters are coming, and most importantly, they're going to get a full netcode replacement. Like they're which because the MKX netcode apparently isn't very good, um, and so it's getting a complete replacement with what is they've described as. It's a lot... Well, they're basically saying, we're making GGPO, but it's not GGPO. Like, we're making our own
1: one. Well, the thing is, like, in theory, because because PCs could be running through, like... Well, because PCs aren't running through a console's network, that might be not as important to fix on PC, theoretically. I think
2: Warner Brothers are getting out of PC. Just without saying it, because they've had such bad luck.
1: But then also the other obvious point of that is like tournaments only use consoles.
2: (laughs) There is that. (laughs) You only
1: have to update that one.
2: And maybe the sales figures for MKX on PC weren't good because of... How fucked, up. how fucked up it was at launch and then you know wasn't helped by the fact that Arkham Knight was a bad launch as well you know everyone just sort of like perhaps was like Warner Brothers don't trust <laughs> to don't, don't know
1: if that one affected Mortal Kombat like, you might don't know way yeah, it
2: might, less so but you never know like if people are savvy enough to be to like yeah Warner Brothers don't, can't make a PC game to save their lives which is weird given that apparently the Shadow of Mordor port was pretty great right? Yeah. like um, I'm not surprised if Warner Brothers just basically at this point say look we're getting out of PC Um but they won't say that because that's bad PR (laughs) Um, but it makes sense (laughs) given the last year they've had Um, and in other news Tales of Symphonia was re-released on PC like the first time I think there's been a PC version of that like 10 year old game or pretty old I think it was GameCube right Mm -hmm. Um, yeah and it's totally busted (laughs) it totally doesn't work Um, so yeah Poopy PC port news. This is becoming a thing again. I thought we got past this. Nope.
1: No, when did we ever get past this? No, like, things got better for a while. If you're talking like five years ago, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't think we've been past it since then. <coughs> I mean, the GTA
0: port was awesome, but they spent years on that.
2: Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I thought things had generally reached a point where the PC was no longer a second class citizen. But... I guess Metal
0: Gear as well. was pretty damn good. Yeah,
2: yeah, PC port. That is just fine. No problems at all. It's not even really a port, is it? It's
0: like it's all the same, really. Now you'd think all X eighty six,
2: yeah. Stuff. But no, I guess they different gra- different like graphics engines powering it. I suppose like you know, DX on Xbox and OpenGL ah, that's on PS. True. Different interface, yeah, yeah. APIs, yeah. They'll that's be true. they'll be they'll be low level stuff. Yeah, that's true. And you know, presumably on consoles, they do have to be careful about how they manage the memory differences still. Um, as subtle as they are compared to how the console used to be, mm. you still probably have to worry about that stuff. Totally. Um, Boom. Well, I'm not sure we'll miss you. That, that was much a very daily. long news. That was a very long news section. How are we
0: doing on freaking time? Fine. Uh, okay. <laughs> well you've been playing Although in? I don't
2: think we want a long cast this week, so let's. Yeah. Uh, I haven't got a great deal to say um, this time. I'm going to. I will say two things. One. WRC four is a terrible game.
1: Yeah, <laughs> because <Obviously. laughs> that's not even the most recent one of those. No, even? but uh,
2: like, well, apparently they they did WRC five, and apparently that team now does Sebastian Loeb Rally Evo X or yeah. something. The most ridiculous name. It's like we just we couldn't call it Sebastian Loeb Rally. We had to call it Sebastian Loeb Evo X Rally to the max. Extreme Edition or <laughs> <I'm like>, something <laughs> like just keep adding X's and words to the end <laughs> to the max Extreme Edition to the max Extreme Edition remember kids recycle to the extreme uh, yeah that's a, it's a bad game it's one of those things that makes me wonder like, like oh well, this is like Colin McRae 1 except it was made a few years ago and is probably still worse than Colin McRae 1
0: Colin McRae 1 was good yeah
2: it's it's a, it's a terrible game. <laughs> there's there's that. Um, and I've also been playing Hand of Fate, which is uh one of the games of gold um at the moment on Xbone. Um so I wanna say that was reasonably well known last year as a sort of uh card based roguelike game. Um but it's sort it's sort of roguelite in, in some ways. Like, so to try and paint a picture, you're you get a little gold statue and you move around a board made of playing cards. Um and as you move around the board, so you like certain cards do certain things to you and you know, like roguelike style choices. But it's it's not really obscuring the mechanics of the game like you know some like video games try to do. It's just like it's up front and being like, well look, this is like a tabletop game in many respects. Like by literally dealing the cards, like before you get like a choice with probability, it does that by um, showing four cards on screen, mm-hmm. saying like, "Okay, these are the odds." Basically, like you've got two successes and two failures. Say, hides all the cards and then shuffles them and makes you pick one. Yeah, to be able to like, okay, so you can see what's going on. Yeah, sure. in, the, in the game's mechanics, um, and the game also does some fairly fair things that when events come up, mm-hmm. they always play out the same so huh. there's not there isn't a random factor to events so you, like the randomness is what events what card you're, what card you're given when they come up um, the same yeah but in, there are that's not strictly true there are some cases where the dealer can basically be an asshole and basically go oh, this happens but they are rare right like so most of the time you can get a card and you know what you need to do and the reason for that is is that the roguelite element of it is that every card has like an ideal win condition. Right. Uh, And if you win, and if you do the ideal win condition, the dealer gives you a token, which at the end of your run will be translated into more cards that can either appear in your next run or be equipment that you can assign as potentially coming up in your equipment deck and things like that. Um, So basically after every run, if you're getting tokens, you're expanding the options available to you mm. in turn. Um, but at the start of a run, you actually have the ability to like mix and match like certain events. Mm. Like, oh, I don't want to see those events, so I'll make sure they're not in my event deck. Or I don't want that crappy equipment anymore, so I'll remove that from my equipment deck. Mm. Um, but the dealer on each run will throw some random stuff in anyway. But you at least have some control over what game you're about to get yourself involved with and that's kind of cool all that stuff works pretty well and it's quite engaging i like the presentation i like the fact that they just go all in on this the dealer and you having a sort of tete-a-tete and being all a bit you know cagey about what's going on it's i think that's all presented real well and real nice kind of where the game falls down though is that it has a combat element in that a lot of the encounters are uh draw two monster cards ah so you've got the three of dust and the three of plague or something which basically means you're then going into a combat scenario with three dudes and three rat men and that plays out like batman combat right but kind of bad like it's not it doesn't feel great it's not very slick it's not when things get crazy in that game it doesn't feel like like when things get crowded and stuff it doesn't feel like you have the flexibility to avoid every scenario in the same way that you might do in a Batman combat, right? Batman always feels like, Oh, I messed up. That's mm-hmm. the, that's the trick yeah, of yeah. Batman combat, apart from perhaps guys with guns. But, uh, for the most part, this is, uh, you know, Batman gets that right. Mm-hmm. Um, this kind of doesn't, it's a bit of a mess and it, you know, doesn't run that great and the camera works not great. And it's, it's substandard Batman combat and it's, um that brings the thing down for me.
0: Yeah, when you know how good it, it could be. Yeah,
2: know. it's like I, I, I kind of see what you were going for, but that that element doesn't work. It's like you need they they wanted some hook to make it not just a card game. But in some respects, I think I would have preferred it as as a a strat- as, game, as yeah. well. Yeah, or if they made the combat like a strategy element rather mm-hmm. than a real time element, mm-hmm. it's like yeah it doesn't, doesn't that bit just doesn't work for me which is a shame because that's pretty much all that game is is those two elements and it's like yeah i probably will still play it a little bit it's it does it does get its hooks in you um but yeah i i can't help but be reminded that there is a better game that does that combat
1: <laughs> it's like dang so close so this not every game that has ever had that combat since Batman came out? Yeah, it's not no Batman. No one is ever going to do that as well.
2: Apart from perhaps, apparently, Shadow of Mordor does it, you know, pretty much on par. Yeah. But, that's, but that's another but, WB game, right? WB can do Batman combat well, it seems. Sure.
1: And it's like a slightly less important part of Mordor, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. All of that game is combat, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, but not necessarily that specific kind of combat. And,
0: yeah, I think it is, isn't
1: it? I mean, there's, you know... Get horses and
0: shit. Bones. <laughs> I think and, and, you're mostly fighting, you know, yeah. with your sword and shit in that in that game. Yeah, and
1: oh, stealth. Oh um, <laughs> well, yeah, there. Are, well, I mean, not that Batman doesn't do stealth, but he's his it's stealth it's is different more than stealth. An opener. Yeah, it's, it's
2: different stealth. <laughs> yeah. Righto. Yeah, so that's that's hand of fate. Um, I can't really think of a great deal else. I, you know, I'm still playing Metal Gear
1: mm-hmm. yep.
2: because I can't. Finish that game yet? <laughs> yeah,
1: you can't finish that game in less than sixty hours. Guess apparently. it's still
2: good. Well, finish, yes, we sort of. It's still what it was at the start of the game. Is the thing like it doesn't necessarily go anywhere mechanically? I'm just playing because I want to see where the story goes, mm. and it's and the game is kind of getting in the way of the story at this point. <laughs> that is <laughs> like it, that's just that's where I, I'm not like, saying that the game has got you know, mechanically any worse. It's just like, that's what it feels like at the moment. And it's, right. and yeah, chapter two is a weird thing. Like not going into spoilers. It's just a weird thing. You know, this is the point where you can sort of see the cracks forming and the, yeah. this isn't a complete game. Right. They obviously had a lot more to tell Uh-huh. and they didn't. They, they ran out
0: of their ridiculously huge already budget, basically. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is
2: the weird thing. It's like they made all the, all the cutscenes. Yeah. It's, it's just the game part that's missing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's odd. It was
0: like burning through cash, and they were like, Konami were like, release this shit. We're, we're not doing games anymore.
2: It's odd, yeah, because it seems like a lot of this chapter should be really interesting. And also, you know, you could argue that the writing goes really off the rails and sort of somewhat mm. um, incohesive compared to... Uh, even... In incohesive. Incohesive, is that a word? word?
0: I don't think it is, but no? it sounds like one. Cohesive is a word, and incoherent. coherent is a word. Inco- inc- uh, incoherent. Incohesive that's what I was for. is probably a word. I was writing. I was looking for incoherent. I don't you're think right. it is, but it sounds good.
2: No, you're right. I was lo- I was looking for incoherent. It basically, the would
0: mean the same thing. Probably. I quite like that as a roisman. Incohesive. Incohesive. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Incohesive adhesive. Inco-adhesive. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. It's a. It's not adhesive. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's a sticky that's not made by the Incas. <laughs> an inco adhesive. no, it be would be made because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is it an in car adhesive? <laughs> it's an adhesive that only works inside vehicles.
0: Inco-Hate, that's a good word. Incohate. Just begun and not fully formed. In- inco hate.
2: Incohate. Well it's it's an inchoate story. <laughs> Probably needed to go back through the drafting phase several times to unweave itself a little unweave <laughs> disweave. <laughs>
0: disweave yeah cool detangle <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah that is a word detangle I think untangle so. oh maybe it's untangle yeah I just said de-tangle's a word. untangle is probably de-tangle. more common
3: mm-hmm.
0: right
2: and uh, that's probably me unless i can think of someone else i've played but i don't
1: think <laughs> of someone else you've played
2: I've. I've oh, oh, no. Ah, You're <laughs> you <a> con artist. <laughs> Who have been playing?
1: <laughs> been playing, yeah. Your <laughs> name, Well, I played all of the Witness since the last last podcast. Yep. Is it amazing? Have you done all of the all of the secrets that are known? Yep, totally. Oh Okay. How long did that take you? Well, it turned out that the 20 hour estimate to finish the game wasn't bullshit, but then any subsequent estimates after that kind of went. It's like it took me about 20 hours to finish. Admittedly, there was probably a, at least an hour where I was stuck on one puzzle that I was retarded at. Yeah, <laughs> So I probably could have finished it in 19 or 18. Also, technically, <laughs> I could have finished the game much earlier than that, because you only need to do 7 out of the 11 lasers. But you mean do everything, yeah? Or, or, do, or do all the main things? <laughs> well, yeah, not really, though. Basically, I, I'd never gone up to the mountain to see how many lasers you need to open the ending. Right. But even if I had, I probably still would have done all the lasers first anyway, just because that seems like a more natural thing to do. <coughs> right. And also because technically you're learning mechanics with each of those lasers. So in some ways you would have needed to do almost all of them anyway to, to learn the mechanics, those are mechanics you, you were going to use in the final bit. Right. Okay. So yeah, finish it in 20 hours, but then it only took me like six more to clear up everything else. Yeah. So not forty eighty or 100 so. It's not ass. like
0: Fez, or where it takes way more for the everything
2: else for than finishing it.
1: Well, I don't know if Fez even really did that. It, in Fez, it was just like the first half some, of the game
2: is a lot is a long traversal, right? Because you're well, you're sort of learning how the world works and discovering like you're discovering the world for the first half of Fez and getting the gold. Sure. the gold squares isn't actually that tough, but then but it does take time to get around the entire world, like. Until you get all the, like, teleports and stuff. Sure. Um, I guess. whereas then, like, actually, the the tricky half of the second half of Fez is figuring it all out. Like, well, you're not really spending time moving around so much as, yeah. like, you're spending more time actually puzzling. And
1: I don't think that actually would take as long as the traversal. And, and apart from in Fez, where, you know, some of the stuff is just really esoteric in an incredibly ridiculous way. But mm, like yeah. if you knew how, if you, had the mind to do it, it probably doesn't take that long, really. If you knew, oh yeah, if you knew the solutions, in the sure, Bible whatever, Yeah. Well, I don't necessarily mean the solutions. It's like if you had the base knowledge to be able to do it.
2: Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah.
1: It's like how a lot of people didn't see the clue to the language.
2: Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is so. But like if you don't still see think it super and cool. know
1: what the reference is, yeah.
2: That's true. I was thinking about that recently. Like, how many people actually would have got that? And I'm like, I'm hoping quite a lot.
1: Right? Well, Yeah. Exactly.
2: without the internet, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. That's the trick. Whereas in the witness, it's much more like everything is there for you. There's not really much hidden information. That doesn't. It doesn't, any it doesn't require any out of game knowledge. No, not really. There's no like answer this question right, <laughs> like yeah. it wasn't. Fez. Yeah. So yeah, it's I'd say it's like more self-contained. But yeah, so I finished that and then I 100 it, and I only really, I guess I looked up the answer to one solution, except not really. <laughs> basically, there's one puzzle which is generally accepted as the hardest one in the game, mm. and I've been I'd seen it, and I basically I knew what the sl- I knew what the mechanics in play were, mm. and there was like three different ones, and I knew what they were, and I knew that one of the mechanics had a clue in the environment right and i was like okay so i have to interpret this environmental thing that's the right next to this puzzle and i'd basically done that except i missed 50% of that environmental clue oh so i was trying to basically you just didn't see it or well i was trying to basically use the 50% i had got twice which didn't fit ah i get it cuz i was like well this in sequence isn't long enough so it must be Something else, yeah, it whatever. Something, But
2: no, there was more to see. But
1: yeah, I hadn't interpreted the other half of it. Right. Which is dumb, because I really should have. And then well, as soon as I went and looked up the situation, which was a YouTube video, the guy said, and... And then as soon as he said the thing, and then and the second half of it that I hadn't, hadn't realised, I was like, oh yeah, obviously, shit. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a stupid. <laughs> yes. So I got that done.
2: So even like that game probably has... Like a mm, video on the site, yeah. if, if you want yeah. to like check, check out, the, fir- out the, the first rest. hour of the game and m- my thought process get revealed and
1: nicely segmented with spoilers, yep. for each progressive level of ridiculousness.
2: That game has one of the best "I'm a genius" sensations yeah. in- I've had in a long time. You, sort uh, of, you do, th- yeah. You sort of do things and you see things, and like I'm a genius. Yeah, like. It, oh, that, what that, was that?
0: I'm thinking of three four three guilty spark, aren't I? Yeah, ah, I'm a genius. I'm a genius.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's basically you as the monitor going through the witness. Yeah, like, basically. Oh.
2: Yeah, you you are traversing the library. Yeah. in the witness. Yeah, you might. Well. A slightly pretty might as well library. be a
1: floating ball that just interacts with screens mm. with a laser. Yeah. that's pretty much how that works. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, that, that game does impart that feeling significantly when you discover stuff, and you're just like, oh shit! I just worked that out, man. I did that because the because ge- the game's not really ever explaining anything no. to you. It's all your discovery based, you know, a guided influence. Yeah, it's like it, it feels like it's you, and you go, "I'm so clever."
1: And that's why sometimes watching videos of it is real frustrating. Yeah, I
0: have to start watching. Those well, because that's that's the videos.
2: flip side, right? Because like when it's a super obvious thing that you just haven't seen, that has the exact not, opposite effect. Right, You're this, going, "I'm an idiot." <laughs> I
1: mean, How did I not see that? The big problem with With videos of it and streaming it is the classic... It's ruining for everyone, right? What? It sort of ruins it for anyone that watches it, right? Well, I mean, that's a problem in general with videos of games. That that
2: game is all experience.
1: But, like, if you're watching someone do it, the trouble with streaming and making videos is that you're not 100% focused, and that will make you really easily miss things. That'll make you dumb, yeah. (laughs) Mm. Like, you... You can't really talk about it without talking about the actual puzzles, but there's... Okay, the one that's in our video, which is one that everyone comes across really quickly, is that tree puzzle. Yeah. The puzzle is tree-shaped, and there's a tree, and it's like... It's an environmental puzzle. It's a really obvious clue. Yeah. And, like, the puzzle is even specifically set up, so when you click on that puzzle to interact with it, the field of view includes the clue in the background of your view of the puzzle, panel. Right. Yeah, it's smart. It's smart. It's well done. And it's like, the number of times you see people not get that, it's like... Oh, guys, really? Well, it's on screen. <laughs> I mean, it's like a lot of people. I didn't notice for a few minutes. No. I? It, was, it sort of took me a little while. To go, oh, oh, oh! A lot of people will like voice their thought process while they're fiddling with that repuzzle puzzle screen of like, well, this can't be trial and error. There must be some clue. And it's like, well, yes, <laughs> there yeah. really is.
2: Staring in the face. I goes, goes. <laughs> you, you didn't, yeah, you suddenly didn't. Someone manage to do that entire sequence by trial, trial and error? Era. Boy, yeah. that is a lot of permutations.
1: Man.
0: But I guess it's early enough that you don't you don't have the confidence in the game to know that there's always a clue. Or I guess,
1: is. but like,
0: but there has to be, right? But yeah, I guess, like when, it,
1: when it's the that obvious that the, the the puzzle panel itself is not telling you anything, <laughs> well, and then the yeah. game's
2: trial and error prevention technique of making you go back, back, yeah, should be the clue, right? That should be like, oh, they wouldn't make this so rough if unless there was a solution. Yeah, so you can't like. Done like,
0: like brute force you. And up. like
1: trial and error is the exact opposite of a puzzle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like this is a game about puzzles, which therefore means there is a Logical solution. logic solution.
2: Yeah. Not just a solution, but a logic solution. It's...
1: And there's one more thing that I want to talk about, which is a semi-explicit spoiler, but not really, because it's related to Braid. No, really. Because you remember in Braid. There is those bullshit secret stars that yeah. virtually impossible to get. Yeah, I never bothered. I got, like, one. Not oh, did you? I got oh, one of no. the easier ones. <laughs> but you remember how there's that bullshit secret star where there's a cloud platform in the first level that takes about, like, several hours to traverse the screen and you wouldn't even know if it was moving <laughs> yes. unless you stood there for several minutes Correct. to even see it move I at do. all. I do
2: remember that, boy. So yeah, basi- troll.
1: Basically, basically, Jonathan Blow needs to stop doing that.
2: Oh, no, <laughs> really? It's
1: funny, like, one time... <laughs> In The Witness, it's not as bad. It's only like an hour. (laughs) But really, I mean, you could cut that down for like 15 minutes and it would still be a thing that would be a thing to do and would be kind of surprising and like a subtle way of hiding a thing to have to wait for a long period of time. But like 15 minutes is an acceptable long period of time. An entire (laughs) hour is kind of pushing it. Especially when you've already used that trick in your previous game.
2: Okay, I'm going to try and expunge from my memory that I've listened to this.
1: Well, uh, won't now because it's like you can't really do it until right at the end of the game anyway, so you probably won't even remember by then. <laughs> <laughs> right, The Witness. Definitely play it. Yep. Um,
0: don't listen to us talk about it any further, probably. And don't
1: watch too much of that video, maybe.
0: Yeah, it yeah. <laughs> depends.
2: I mean, I guess the thing that's most exciting about that game, like, this is not a spoilery. Statement is that everyone seems to say that game is constantly giving you that fizz. Yeah. Throughout 20 to 30 hours. Like, there's always a new concept. There's always a yep. new yep. thing in it that makes you go, I'm a genius. And even
1: when you're that's, like, that's
2: a hell of an achievement. And it's
1: surprising how much content there even is when you're like. When you come into a new area and it's teaching you the new mechanic and there's just like 10 panels in a row and then you're just like each of them take like two seconds because you can see the progress of the mechanic you're just like well that's the solution and that's the solution and that's the solution it's like it's somehow that still doesn't <laughs> it doesn't seem like it should take you that long to solve all these puzzles but there's still 20 hours of content in there and it's not like getting stuck content necessarily
0: think about the puzzle panels is they're like a much, much, much better and simpler <coughs> version of every other game's fucking hacky minigame. Yep. <laughs> like, how come they're all yeah. shit? Like, like the Bioshock one, and the, they're always, like, the, either the pipe game or, like, the Deus Ex one has like, a bit better, at least, because mm. they put a lot of effort to, into it. But it's too complicated. It's got, like, spikes and and you know and items game. you can use and all of this crap yeah. and like and this comes along and it's like well the whole game is basically hacking minigames mini but yeah. they're so good in comparison well, to what
1: everyone's it, come up with that's because in this game the whole game is about it and it builds up over time whereas yeah. in a hacking minigame in another game you have to have a complete system that you can internalize and know from it has, the start yeah <laughs> it has to, well I don't yeah, know you could
2: you could make hacking minigames expand over the course of a well,
1: game well could right? but it's like not because it's not the main part of the game... They don't put don't, the effort you in, but... You can't let people forget, is the other important thing. No, that's true. The rules are not the rules sufficiently have, common...
2: You can, you can make the rules a little more complex, but you wouldn't be able to go as far as The Witness can, right, over yeah. the course of a game. But you could still do more with them. Like, they don't have to be the same game over and over again, like Bioshocks or or the simple... Like, it was it, Bioshock 2 just got rid of it completely in place of, like, I'll just press this button when it's in the green bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just strikes me as much, but be- like, I think they did a
0: quite an okay job of the hacking minigame in, in in Deus Ex, what was it Human Revolution. Revolution.
2: There's a lot more to it than most. Yeah.
0: yeah, it was not bad, but it was... What's the one
2: it like? Simple. I can't remember. We, we, we did made a video of it and you yeah. can't I can't remember.
1: It's that hexagon grid and you like click through the grid and you're looking for the core and then you have like a virus strength and you uh, have pickups and stuff that yeah. activate over them several turns or whatever. Yes, I do remember. It's that. moderately good. Mm. See, that example. had
0: like, and um, the witness doesn't have any kind of time element to it, whereas all no. those ones, no. hacking ones, have some kind of time. pressure. There's, there's a live pressure, yeah, yeah.
2: Which, is... which I don't necessarily think is a problem. No, but no, no. Anyway, unless you, unless Deus Ex and games like that could could probably make that time pressure environmental, right? Right, yeah, where it's like, oh, actually, there's something there's something coming to get you in the world while you're doing this. But the other
1: problem with hacking games versus the witness is like in hacking mini games, you want there to be a penalty for failure. Whereas in The Witness, you're allowed to fail because that helps you analyse what what, what right. the solution is. Yeah, yes.
2: especially, especially the ones that give you feedback.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> cool. Sounds like a cool game. Yes, it was. And, um, there's a lot, there's a lot of it, uh, and it probably is worth the money, which is another thing that people complain about a lot. At the start. Well, yeah, How
2: have you released a puzzle game at thirty
0: How much is it? Thirty quid. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. It's because
1: it's because I think we said it in the video and I said it several other times, is that like people who've only played for an hour or two hours even they're too obsessed with how everything is contained within the panels, which just isn't the case. Right. It's yeah. just like the natural progression of the first couple of hours. You might not ever find that out. And that's where the game gets interesting.
0: Yeah, where it's not all about what's in the panel.
2: Yeah. It's the gradualness. It doesn't necessarily come across.
1: Right. Cool. Play that shit. Yep. Play the witness. And then the other thing I've been playing after I finished the witness. Uh. Oh, and that, oh, wait, hang on. There's one more thing to say about The Witness. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> one more thing. The normal ending that you get after you've got turned on the lasers and done the mountain and all that stuff. Not a spoiler. Everyone knows that. Yeah. The normal ending is bullshit. But the secret ending that you get if you work out how to trigger it is... Say <laughs> nothing. Fucking ridiculous, basically. But that's all I need to know. Yep. Stop there. Stop there. So, basically, so <laughs> go, if, go all the way is if, what you saying. If you get to the normal ending and you think it's bullshit because it is... <laughs> you haven't seen the actual ending which is I wouldn't say it's any less bullshit but it's that uh, much more interesting Enterta- kind of bullshit
2: <laughs> well that's, that's fine as long as it's like Kojima entertaining bullshit I'm on board yeah
1: exactly so yeah anyway You're off- <laughs> the other thing I've been playing is I went back into Dwarf Fortress because you know new versions of that have actually been coming out kind of recently and okay also, also there's actually been some fixes for Dwarf Mode now mm-hmm a, he's maybe finished with adventure mode for a little while, so some of the fixes are starting oh, to spill to the over into game. actual door fortress. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Which is nice. So I start playing that again. It certainly hasn't got any less complicated. In fact, if anything, it's got even more complicated. You know, now you've got the ability to have, like, not just regular rooms in your fortress, but, like, actual... I guess, well, they're called locations, which I guess this isn't the best word for them, really. Mm. Because basically, they're like.
2: They really, don't really have to be walled, do they? Either? No.
1: They're basically like. Uh, I don't know. Businesses, Zoning. almost. <laughs> right. You've got the tavern, the library, and the temple are the ones that are in there at the moment. And, you know, they all have specific equipment and specific things that they do and allow your dwarves to do. It's actually also kind of nice from a. From a, I don't know, I guess you call it realism perspective. Because before, basically you had meeting areas, which is basically you'd set up a zone where everyone who wasn't doing anything would go. And they'd just okay. hang out. Yeah. It was just like the idle place. And sometimes you... you the break room. Yeah, the break room. <laughs> and if you wanted, you could make, like also make your meeting area a dining hall as well, so you could sort of combine the two functions mm. together and that sort of thing.
2: Business meetings with Grub.
1: Yes. But now, now you've got these other locations. They, they're all spawned off meeting area as a base plate. Like you define a meeting area and then you say this is actually a location, not just a regular meeting area. And then that gives them specific, basically specific idle functions, which is like, it's a world building thing, not necessarily a particularly important gameplay thing, apart from it affects people's moods, I guess, because now they have all needs for this kind of stuff. Like, they need to pray to their deities, so you better have a temple for them to do it in.
2: A deities?
1: Yes. Several. Is that, like Atkins? <laughs> <laughs> deities. <are> <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, it's it's a sort of an interesting replacement to that, like, idle room system where. The things that they can do in the locations, like uh, socialising in the tavern, reading books in the library, and like praying in the temple, those like replace the idle time. Right. So it incentivizes you to still have idle time, because like if they work constantly and they can't fulfil those <laughs> needs, they get pissed off. But it also means that like when they're idling, it's actually... Doing stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. more realistically, like they're not just standing there. <laughs> that's
2: cool. That is, it's it's modelling nice. some benefit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then also, each of those individual rooms has, like, secondary function. Well, I guess the temple doesn't really, because it crosses over. The temple and the tavern can both have, like, performances. So now all your dwarves can be skilled in, like, poetry or singing or dancing. Cool. And can use musical instruments. <laughs> so naturally, that's a whole other set of skills that they can upgrade. And they can be shit at, which is obviously hilarious. <laughs> and then in the library, you can have, like, your scribes can... Well, your your, your scholars can write new books and your scribes can copy books. So you can make duplicates and then like ship them out of the fortress to spread knowledge, or uh, or visitors can bring new books to you and you can nice. make copies of those. And and then uh, the tavern can also have rented rooms where visitors can your, to your fortress can actually stay for a longer period of time. Oh, that's cool! And then eventually, if you want to, you can invite them to permanently become part of the fortress hotel so for the yeah? Yep, hotel for dwarfs. Not necessarily just dwarfs. Humans, elves—they can totally come in if they want. I guess. <laughs> then you can kick them out because fuck elves. <laughs> <laughs> My feet are too tall. But yeah, so it's all this like another layer of complexity to add on top of everything that was already complex, and of course, a lot more new descriptive text, which is always hilarious. Sweet. It's amazing. What I found fairly amazing was like the number of different randomly generated book titles that there are that you know they make perfect sense, even though they're randomly generated <laughs> book titles. Yep. It's the power of yeah Markov chains. It's just, or just like. I can't remember. I was trying to think of some of the ones that I have my... I think I had, I had one book. I think my first scholar was like uh, he was skilled in chemistry and surgery for some reason. <laughs> so he was writing books of va- drugs. Va- yeah, va- just, giving va- drugs va- to them. your limbs. So he wrote a book that was called "Breathing Before and After," <laughs> 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 which was like That's a b- pretty good.
2: Sweet. <laughs> what, breathing before
1: death, death. yeah, after <laughs> dead. And then so and then obviously the oh, post inhale. Yeah, exactly. In and out, I guess, yes. would be a better title. <laughs> <laughs> in and out. But then also the description <laughs> of the books is obviously always hilarious. Where it's just like you have you basically have the description of what the book's about, you have the description about, about I guess I guess you call it how indulgent the writing is. Right. <laughs> and then you have the description about how good the actual writing is you have books which are like, the writing indulges the author's every whim? The prose is alright. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. The prose is alright. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, and also there's a hilarious bug in the books at the moment where when you actually you start off with just stacks of paper, which can be written on, and you can read those. But if you bind them into a book, for some reason, every book only has one page at the moment. All
2: oh, right, oh, This is a
1: one-page manual about all the science in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's written <been> very small. <laughs> Master scribes. Yeah, exactly. Masterwork. Right, exceptionally tiny. Super tiny. So, yeah, dwarf fortress is still ridiculous. And I... Know. Again, run into like a couple of a couple of bugs that have bogged me down and made me start over and then wait for the next patch in the bug bog there's a there was a classic there's a there's been a lot of new items that you that are like functional items I guess you'd call them Cool. Like now, instead of just barrels, you can make pots to store stuff, and they can be made out of rock instead of wood. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, minecarts and yeah, that kind of stuff. artistic
2: pots that also are practical.
1: Yes, yeah, so I guess so. But the trouble is that, like, a lot of these new functional items haven't been disallowed from dwarves owning them. Right. Which basically means that I had, I had one dwarf in my fort. It's based on the material they're made of, and if the dwarf likes that kind of material, they'll try and claim items of that material because, you know, they just want to own them. Mm. So I had one dwarf in my fortress who liked the type of rock that was the main constituent of my entire fortress, <laughs> which, which you would think would make him really happy. As a tower. Yeah. Because yeah. everywhere. Just because he's living in it. <laughs> <laughs> but the trouble was that with this bug, he was basically just hoarding all the rock pots that I'd made, or, well, not all of them, but a lot of the rock pots... That oh, were, because he liked what they were made yeah, of? Yeah, were, that were meant to be used to store food and booze. He was just carrying, like, 15 of them, and it was making them incredibly <laughs> slow. Because <laughs> 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 he was just carrying this huge pile of pots around all the time.
2: <laughs> Is he,
0: like, the guy that owns that, that place just inside the castle gate of... Uh...
1: Uh, in Zelda. <laughs> yes. um, with all the pots. The pot room. Yeah, the pot guy. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. That would have been nice if he could have put them down, though. That would yeah. have solved the problem. Yeah. I wouldn't have minded if he kept them all in his room. Well,
0: if he puts them down, then Link's just going to come in and smash them. That's great.
1: So. Most of them were empty. A couple of them still had spoons so, yeah. <laughs> in. Just dwarf mode like model of the adventurer.
2: What do you mean? Like if the adventurer just sort of turns up.
1: Well, you can visit fortresses in adventure mode, but it, it, like it doesn't run simultaneously. It'd be really
2: it's funny. It'd be really funny if it like while you're playing golf mode, the adventure is playing out somewhere. Like, and so occasionally you might
1: stumble upon the adventurer who comes in and fucks up all your pots. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> well, you can. I mean, sort of like dungeon keeper situation. It's like now you can retire a fortress instead of abandon it. so You can restart a fortress. You can, like pause. So, in mm-hmm. theory, you could like build a fortress. Pause it, run an adventurer, come to that fortress, fuck up all the shit, and then restart the fortress and then recover from that <laughs> whole process. So, if you really wanted to. You it. could play
2: that scenario if you wanted, yeah. yeah.
1: But... <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and I reckon it should do that. It should be modelling the adventure. But you should, I mean, I guess the tavern sort of allows that for the visitors. They could cause trouble. Hmm. Although, in actual fact, as soon as I built a tavern, my dwarfs caused trouble. It was because I hadn't built... Because I hadn't built <laughs> well, That makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they're constantly pissed anyway because all they drink is alcohol. Right. Basically, they have, like, inverted alcoholism, where it's like, if they don't drink alcohol, they get shitty. <laughs> right. right. But, like, as soon as I built a tavern, because I had not built one for ages, everyone right. just piled in there to have a party.
2: Should have been the cheapest tavern, right? Because no one's drinking water.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> not, that's not exactly inverted alcoholism. <laughs> water doesn't make them more drunk. <laughs> right. <laughs> But, like, everyone piled in there to have a party. And because of the way dwarves, like, emotions and, like, uh, relationships work, that naturally immediately led to a fight. (laughs) Right. Naturally. And then, so, like, this blacksmith who, he basically got beaten the shit out of. Okay. It's, like, every part of his body had a yellow wound, which is, like, at least bruised. (laughs) Okay. So he got well fucked up. So he, then he went to the hospital and like a couple of <laughs> a couple of wounds on like I think it was his ears and his toe one or other of his toes were like red which infected. means like actual in, actual like cussing injury right. I think he got bit a lot right. in the fight. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah, Dwarves play day. Well, yeah, they do. Basically, everything bites in Dwarf Fortress. <laughs> if it has a mouth, it will use it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those wounds got infected and then he later died. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> Luckily, he was only one of two laxists I had, so it didn't matter too much. I didn't lose vital skills, but it was still like, come on, really? I'd even specifically <laughs> made sure my hospital had soap, <laughs> which is actually a lot of effort to go to. sound like
2: a justice system yet?
1: Yeah. There is, but it's really dumb. <laughs> okay. I mean, there's been a justice system for a long time, and it still hasn't been upgraded, which is why it's dumb. It's really problematic. Like, Basically, if you're, if you're at the point where you can have justice and you turn it on... If you build, like, a prison with just, like, chains to chain people up or whatever, that's fine. Normally, like, people will get punished and they'll just spend time in prison. You do sometimes have to be careful because it's like, if you don't have a way to put water into buckets to bring them water, then they <laughs> die of dehydration because they can't access any of the booze. <laughs> Unless you build a specific booze stockpile that's within range of the chain that they're tied up to so they can drink themselves. Right. <laughs> That's awkward, but then the other trouble with is if, it, if you assign the hammerer, which is like the dwarven justice system, the idea is with dwar- with the hammerer is like for major crimes they get hammered. It's like it's like stoning apart from dwarves, <laughs> for dwarves. Right. Even though stoning would totally make sense for dwarves as well, I guess. <laughs> mm, sure. But the trouble is that like if you have a hammerer with a hammer and he goes to hammer someone, 90% of the time they just die. <laughs> because the hammer is like actually a really powerful weapon <laughs> in dwarf hands. So the hammer comes along and is like, you've been sentenced to two hits with a hammer. Oh, you died on the first one. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I accidentally hit, hit you in the head. <laughs> well, yes, inevitably. So, yeah. Basically don't ever have a hammer or specifically <laughs> give your ha- hammer a really shitty weak ass hammer. But does that act as like any kind of deterrent? Like is there any deterrent system? Well,
2: not yeah, like, not, you know, not so, any more than usual. Oh right. So like people don't, don't they don't know that like, oh if you implement the hammer that crime is even worse. Well, the trouble
1: with, like the trouble with, So they don't do the crime. The trouble with crime in Dwarf Fortress is like a lot of the time it's not Something that people could be deterred from, mm. like if a noble mandates like make thirty beds and then you don't, the, the bed maker who was meant to make the beds gets punished for not making beds. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's like that's not really something you can control that easily, especially if you don't have the resources to do the specific thing that the noble wants. At the, I think time. the
2: hammer needs some more levels. Like yeah, yeah that. there
1: needs to be like a mid stage. Yeah, hammer like... should be like. Right, well, you, for,
2: for, for, like you've been sentenced to ninety-nine hits with a foam baton. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, sword fortress, fortress. It's still slaps with a fish. Fish eleven. Uh, yep, totally. Fish life embellishment should be a thing.
1: You should be able to. You should be able to, like... Would you just have
2: a room of random punishment materials? Well, yeah, And should, then you can assign levels to them. Instead of,
1: just, instead of just assigning the hammer, you should be able to assign as many different punishment grades as you want and give yeah. them specific items to use. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, well,
2: this would normally be a fish, but we ran out of fish, so what we're doing is we're giving you push you backwards off a chair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that be, be, <laughs> sounds brilliant. There'd be so many hilarious things you could hit people with in your fortress as well. Parts. Yep, pots. Parts. You. you that, that seems like the appropriate
2: punishment if your pot adventurer gets caught like just give the like uh, we sentence you bad. a pot adventurer to uh, be being hit, hit, by a pot. Being
1: hit by a pot that would yeah. probably be nearly as bad as the hammer <laughs> judging by how weaponry works it's like a pot would presumably still be a blunt weapon and it'd probably be at least as heavy as a hammer <laughs> you'd probably still die <laughs>
2: <laughs> but nice to have like a, a nice ironic
1: yes ironic, uh, fun ironic that would be the best yeah So yeah, that's Dwarf Watchers. It's still insane. It's still, you know, the same ridiculous interface. I was thinking about maybe trying the, like, graphical packs for real. Like, there's so many, like, pre-modded, packed-up versions of Dwarf watches you can get where it's just, like, just run it and it's already set up with everything nicely made better for you. But apparently... You remember ages ago there was that isometric visualizer yeah. that showed like an isometric view. Well, apparently, that's got to the point where it now actually can run at the same time as Dwarf Fortress as a, as an overlay. So like it just replaces oh, cool. the main view. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about seeing how that runs. Give it a try. Yeah. See what that actually yeah. looks like. Yeah, that'd be neat. Presumably, you can't. So you still can't really play it in that view, I guess, because the isometric view would make it really confusing to move your cursor
2: around. That's no, one of those things you get like presumably you get used to it, right? Like you just know that up is diagonally to the right in the same way that you used to have to do it with games like Cuber. Well know. maybe.
1: Also I don't know whether it does I don't know whether it would visualize the cursor or not. I guess I haven't yeah, I haven't seen it for you know, so it long, might, I don't know whether happen. whether they whether they were still <laughs> working on just visualising structural elements. Yeah, who knows. That'd be cool. Try and get check it. You should check it out. Yeah, I guess. Have we done? I guess so. Unless Dan has played anything at all? Uh,
0: nothing apart from real life have, surgeon simulator. Like I already <laughs> told you guys, I got um, I got the Group A car in the Dirt so Rally, and it's ludicrously easy in comparison to the Group B Persia I was driving. Yep. To the point where it's. Not as fun, <laughs> but uh, that's okay. I just need to get faster because obviously I'm not very fast, even though it's easy. It
2: depends. That's the thing. Like once, with the easier cars, you can actually put more ridiculous techniques. Well, into that's play, the idea. Right?
0: So I need to like actually be faster because currently I'm still coming like fourth or whatever in the elite championship
2: or whatever. You know, we had that discussion about the Scandinavian flick. And, yeah. you know, i got to the point where yeah. I was actually trying it on Monaco, like yeah. in the, in the Quattro. Yes. It's like, my, I think my Quattro got upgraded because it's, it's, Feels a lot better. It, it felt good to start with, but it feels even better now. Where well, you got one of the actual upgrades, yeah, right. and uh, yeah, and uh, uh yeah, it meant got to the point where I could actually attempt the flick without feeling too it feeling too dangerous.
0: Yeah, I need to get my grade, my Group A Subaru to be faster and more dangerous. That's the
2: thing when you're driving the crappy cars, right? You like you kind of just have to drive safe, but when you get like the the better cars you can try more things yeah yeah it'll still go bad just as badly if you screw it up but it feels like you can try it that's what i'm hoping to do actually push it a bit because
0: it's been like keeping it on the fucking track with the with the peugeot Mm. um
2: whereas now you can concentrate on driving well i can actually floor it out of the corner and stuff yeah, do more drifts. Yeah, yeah. Rather try, than driving, it more, actually, rather than driving it more straight line, which yeah. is kind of how I've been playing it. Because I practically
0: yeah. stop on on the acute or hairpins. Yeah. Um, in the Peugeot or whatever, so hopefully I can actually get, like Zach was saying, get an actual drift around a hairpin going. Yeah. Uh, open hairpins, okay, but.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. normal hairpins. Yeah. I still like ninety percent time handbrake. Yeah. Oh yeah, I
0: do that. Oh, right. I do that every right. hand, every hairpin. Yeah. Yeah, I usually handbrake. Anyway, that's do the handbrake. It, really. <laughs> but I'm open to play The Witness and uh, maybe Firewatch as well. So it's going to be some game
2: in Firewatch looks cool. Yeah, we've got games yeah. coming up. Fire- about, Firewatch is a thing. thing.
0: coming up. So look forward to that. None of Although us play might... XCOM 2. 5 Although, I know. Uh, <laughs> it sounds
2: like that might be a good thing
0: that we're not. When they fix XCOM 2, I will definitely yeah, play that. will come back to it in six months. It's too
1: much to play. God well, damn everyone's it. complaining about how fucked up XCOM 2 is, but it doesn't sound like it's actually that much worse than XCOM 1. <laughs> It's like there's some, some new bugs, but then there's also all the old bugs. <laughs> right. Well, look forward With, to that.
2: Yeah. It sounds like there's a lot of little technical issues. Some of them are bizarre. Have you heard about the caps lock bug?
1: That's not really a bug. I heard that was like a feature. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for caps, caps lock, lock to load. the
2: loading screen. But yeah.
1: It's because apparently caps lock turns off the animations of the ship.
2: So oh, wow. So what you're well. doing by
1: hitting caps lock is making it load less. Right. Oh, right, so it's actually not loading the the it to the next section? I I mean, I presume it means the base view, like the little room animations, I assume is what they're talking about.
2: Oh, really? So oh, that actually does have a detrimental effect, but in this case it's actually improving it because the loading time is bad.
1: Yeah, so like by putting caps lock, you're making it not load those animations so it loads faster. It did sound
2: like there were some people saying that it legitimately would get stuck there unless you did the caps lock trick, which,
1: which... that's still a bug. If there's actually a bug, where it's yeah. like one of those, that's, iterations that's is blocking bone. the load. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Well, um, stay tuned for XCOM content because I'm sure one of us will play it. We'll get there long. eventually. And
2: because uh, I'm. Yeah, having played Massive Chalice last year, the idea of a game like that is really
1: appealing right now. But <laughs> well, I've been continuing to be play great. through the new game plus of SteamWorld Heist, which is also like yeah. it's a bit like that. I yeah. could totally go to some XCOM.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's XCOM time shortly. And uh, so stay tuned uh, for more Salacast and more videos on the YouTubes. YouTubes? All uh, of the tubes. Th- thanks for joining us. Catch you next time. Bye.
2: That, that was your heat to say bye as well. Yeah, I was, I was doing Zach's normal thing of being, I assume it's done now. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm not in control of the mouse, right? Does yeah. that make me not, not
1: assume it's the end? You didn't know. It was no. the end. Now bye. it's the end. Bye-bye.